My name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White, reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month, we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views, NXT, and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network, watching ECW, WCW, and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you, and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And it is episode 105 today, and we're watching WWE Backlash Live. I am very excited, yeah, you know, it's, we've been on a bit of a downer with the WWE pay-per-view events as opposed to the NXT events, so hopefully this one should build up a bit of momentum and put us in a good frame. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Like we say, the, the SmackDown show like we saw live really delivered and I'm liking these guys at the moment. Like we say, Ty Dillinger, Nakamura, everybody basically involved on the SmackDown card. But what better way to kick off than kick off? And of course, it is May 21st. Well, as we're watching this, actually, it's the 22nd of May, but hey, we don't want to split hairs, do we? And we start off with our first match or kickoff match, which is going to be Aiden English versus... Ty Dillinger and Aiden English coming out here reverted back now to his old singing character. But we were talking about you've been a fan of um, Aiden English, haven't you? Uh, well, I was a fan of the tag team, but you know, it's it'd be interesting to see how Aiden English does on his lonesome. You know, he was successful beforehand or relatively yeah. successful beforehand. So, you know, hopefully he can uh, pick up where he left off. Yeah, I mean, and he's going against someone who is just so over. At this moment in time, and like we say, we saw this match when we were there as well. So they've been working together, so hopefully building up some chemistry. And of course, being on the kickoff, they might have a little bit of time. We see Renee Young starting with Peter Rosenberg and Booker T. And I guess Peter Rosenberg's become a fixture now of WWE. I wouldn't be surprised if he signed like a on-air talent contract with them now to, to be there. Uh, not much in this kickoff. I mean, yes, they're building up the matches as they normally do. Well, Ty's got his big collar on tonight. Chicago loves Ty Dillinger. Everyone loves Ty. Look at all the 10 side in the crowd. <laughs> Ty Dillinger getting a fantastic reception. And the thing I like about this is that it's a shorter entranceway. It only seems a couple of steps down. So even Randy Orton's entrance later tonight won't be as long as it seems, you know? I bet he's got, he's got a big night ahead of him, Randy Orton. But yeah, Ty Dillinger's here. Perfect 10. Ty Dillinger. And are you becoming more of a fan of Ty Dillinger now? You know, I, I know what the crowd sees in him. It's it's a replacement for the what chant, I suppose. You know, it's... <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I'm yet to be overly impressed by his in-ring talent. Yeah, he's not the greatest of wrestlers. He's very, I think, basic would be a nice way of saying it. But Yeah, and, you know, again, on the mic, we've not really experienced much of him on the mic. And, you know, the only thing he has got going for him is the 10 chant. Yeah, it's a, it's, it is the perfect gimmick. And uh, the 10 chant start... As the match does as well. And like we say, though, back kickoff, not a lot really happening, just a lot of promos for the upcoming matches. We did see Eric Rowan walking behind the presenters with a new mask. So maybe that'll be a different side of him. Of course, he's going against Luke Harper here tonight. Sami Zayn was on the social media lounge. But yeah, we start the match. And of course, we talk about keys to victory and promos and stuff as Aiden English cheats to grab Ty Dillinger's hair. But we have got predictions, and we do these every WWE event or NXT as well. We do the 
three leagues that we have pay-per-view predictions, NXT predictions, and of course our bonus league as well. And then we calibrate them all up at the end of the year. And then the winner gets the WNR trophy and the loser has to wear a t-shirt of the winner's choice for the rest of the following year. So yeah, we start predictions. I should say, Dad, I know you hate me saying it. I am 5-2 up at the moment. Yes, you are. Not going to pay-per-view wrong. Uh, this year but again it's your show Smackdown and I am worried at the moment and we have been ever so close these past few pay-per-views uh, and it's getting closer as Aiden English is going to attack Ty but I've got Ty oh oh we had him in the corner going for the perfect 10 punches but English managing to escape well Aiden ruining our fun there as well oh and pulls Ty Dillinger into the top rope there oh no follows up with a lovely swing and net breaker don't you dare. Don't you dare, Aiden. Uh, yeah, so we're going to open up a prediction envelope. As you can tell by my voice, maybe you might know. Kick-off match. Oh. Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English. Who have you gone for? That's what it's there for. Yeah, that's what it's there for. We should say it looks like Aiden English in complete control as we go to an ad break. Uh, well, so who have I gone for in this one? I don't think it's much of a surprise. Ty Dillinger. Dan, who have you gone for? Then we'll, well explain our reasons. After seeing him win, when we went to see him live... And you know what happens when you get a winner and, you know, they yeah. might lose in the matches coming up. I've gone for the perfect, perfect ten. ten. Right, okay. So we start off here. Um, again. The fact that he's so over. Yeah. That is the only reason I've got for him winning. Not wrestling ability, not, you know, <laughs> he's, feuding, he's, but he's going to win yeah. you over. He is. He's going to win you over. But uh, I think for me as well with Ty Dillinger, like you say, ever so over at the moment, Aiden English is not on Ty Dillinger's level. I think Aiden English is lower mid-carder, whereas I think Ty could have a run with the... Um, what title was on? The, the US title, maybe, on SmackDown. You know, I think there's really for Ty Dillinger. I think he's going up the ladder. I think Aiden English is going to stay there. And especially on kickoff as well, where usually the baby faces do win. I'm hoping Ty does it. But, of course, we're coming off predicting the wrong ending to the last paper. So we want to get off to a good start. Well, we, we don't want to predict the wrong start. <laughs> but, you know, again, the ending of... Takeover wouldn't have gone the same if DIY would have won the match. Uh, exactly. I mean, I, I, it's incredible when you think about the. Um, of course, anybody doesn't know what we're talking about. Go back and listen to our NXT Takeover Chicago show and listen to our live kickoff as well. Two and a half hours altogether. Episode one or two as well with a WWE Network review, and even before that, we've got Payback as well, the Raw pay per view. We'd just like to say thanks for everybody to basically who's listened to us, Dan, and all the new fans as well over the week. Yes, big shout out to you all. It's there's too many to name, but I'm sure if you send us a message, we'll give you a shout out. And yeah, well, yeah. without a doubt, you know we've had a couple of people. Um, I, I would have the names in front of me, but we've had people from Scotland getting hold of us recently. We've had people, new people in Finland getting hold of us as well. People in the United States. Have the Scottish America. people been complaining about my Scottish accent? Yeah, they've been complaining about a couple of things, but <laughs> I didn't broadcast it. Got the sleeper in, but it looks like Ty Dillinger is fighting out of this one. He's got the power, and he goes for the roll up as well. Can he get him? Oh, no, he can't. That's the answer. English managing to kick out. Oh, oh and a lovely inverted atomic drop there. Going back to basics for Dillinger. That's it, Ty. Ty with the chops. Aiden English done a great job subduing the crowd and also Ty Dillinger. That's it now, Ty. Sean Michaels like comeback, dodging the clothesline, leaping off the ropes. Well, let's hope this night end, the night doesn't end as we want it to start with a tiebreaker. <laughs> yes. Oh, and Ty sending Aiden English into the corner. I think we all know what's happening here. The perfect 10 punches. Crowd absolutely. The problem is, if I have it, why can't I tell you something? That's what I want. 
on the WWE Network, you know you can have the Spanish uh, language there, English language, obviously. I want one with no commentary, so you just hear the crowds. And Aiden English looked like he was going to get hit by the tiebreaker, but went outside and hung tie up again on that top rope. He's had his number. Oh, it doesn't look good. But maybe he's getting too cocky. Oh, Ty throws him off. Now he's going up. No, yeah, he's going up top. Yeah. We don't see Ty going up too often. Oh! Again, you know, he is <laughs> a basic wrestler who's going for a splash there. You know, he's... And he's just been hit by Aiden English. Put him down! Oh! <laughs> well, at the last second, Dillinger managing to kick out. Yeah! And Aiden English can't believe it. Couldn't put Ty Dillinger down. And this is what he's saying. He hasn't got the best moves in the world, but he's got the heart and the de- determination of the champion. He's got a crowd behind him as well. Come on, Ty. As Aiden English looking to get away, and Ty just grabbing his leg, and Aiden's going to put him away now. He's talking smack as he slams him oh, down. Scoop slam. Yeah. Going out top looking to finish <laughs> Dillinger. Get ready to get out of the ring. He's on top now. Oh. Dillinger managing to duck or dodge out the way. Ready. Gets him up. There Boom. we go. Tie breaker, and that is... Oh, she right. Yes! I'm like that little kid. Yeah! Yes. <laughs> Ty Dillinger does win. Aiden English, impressive there, missing that swanton at the end. But the tie breaker gets the job done. Uh, what do you think of the match, Dan? It was quite a basic match. It wasn't, you know, a very exciting match. It was good for kickoff. Uh, I think Ty Dillinger needs a little bit of coaching, you know, and he needs to... Getting a rivalry with a legend and then trying, you know, take their moves yeah, kind well, of thing. I think Ty Dillinger needs, uh, <laughs> needs something better, needs a better opponent. And I think there is people out there for him, you know. And uh, I, like I said, I'm a huge fan of Ty Dillinger, so whatever they do. As long as they don't exhaust the perfect 10 gimmick, do you know what I mean? They've got to keep that special still and the fans will react to it. But we do start off with a point each, a great way to kick off kickoff, Dan. Indeedly doodly. And we go on to the main show, and of course it's going to be headlined by Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal. I mean, the match, what match are you most looking forward to? In this Shinsuke one? Nakamura. I think I'm wait, awaiting the debut of Shinsuke Nakamura as well. So we're going to watch the promo now. <laughs> Whatever face we choose to show, prepare 
for the backlash. You will never be the face of SmackDown Live. Get the hell out of my ring! It's time for you to either put up or shut up. We will fight Natalia, Tamina, and Carmella in a six-woman tag team match at Backlash. But it's time to face who we really are. You've won the jackpot. Ginger can walk out of Backlash, the WWE Champion. Only your prize is an RKO. It's time to face the backlash. James, what do you think of the promo to backlash? Well, it's very exciting, you know. I mean, we've got a lot of views going into this as well. Uh, obviously, the backlash setting, the backlash for tonight. Uh, and I think we've got a lot of questions going into this, and we're really hoping it delivers as well, you know. Uh, it is a huge night for SmackDown. You've got Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, which I feel is going to be a great match. I've just seen a fan shit themselves with the fireworks <laughs> as the show's begun, which can only be a good thing. Uh, you know, we talk about Nakamura. Sorry, no, I mean, there's, there's loads of matches here tonight that you really sink your teeth into, aren't they? You know? Oh, definitely, yeah, you know... Um... Randy Orton wrestling. We've got Usos v Zango, which should be a good match. Yeah. The women's match as well. Naomi, Charlotte, Becky Lynch versus Natalia Kamala. And we see Dolph Ziggler coming out here. We start off with Dolph Ziggler. Oh, Not only is he stealing the show, but he's starting the show. Starter is here. And yeah, well, I thought, I literally thought it would be the co-main event. And well, I'm, I'm happy. But so, yes, as we see... Um, Tomato Phillips, like I say, Byron Saxon, JB on commentary. It is Jay's Rowan's alongside Dan. We're going to do predictions. Dan, who have you gone for in this first match on the main show? I have gone for Nakamura. So you stayed steadfast with Nakamura because you went with him twice on NXT before he left as well. So uh-huh. you're hoping Nakamura gets the job done. I think it will be a little surprise tonight, Dan. And I think Nakamura <laughs> will win. Uh, there ain't no way. In his first match on the main show. Exactly. Well, you know. His last two matches that he had televised, he lost. So, you know, he's not going to go for three losses in a row. We're going to turn it up a little bit to watch Nakamura's first main roster debut as and well. the crowd's going crazy and he hasn't even hit his music yet. He's a star.
And for the first time in a long time, <laughs> the crowd is drowning out the fucking music. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dan, what a way to start a WWE paper for entrance. Indeed, yeah, we can go home after this. <laughs> yeah, I know. What? what an awesome way. Are you surprised it's starting the show, though? I am slightly, but in a way, I can see their reasoning behind it. They want to get it off yeah, on a good note, you know? Yeah, get their hot crowd started straight away. You know, they started off with a bit of Dillinger for the yeah. pre-show, and now, you know, going on to Nakamura. Well, this will be an interesting match. Like, sorry, we've both got Nakamura here. Uh, Danny, uh, the build-up to this match. Well, you know, being able to see part <laughs> of the build-up in person, live in the crowd, it was good. Keep dropping that in <laughs> as long as I can. Uh, no, it, it was, you know, it was a good build-up. and that, We've not seen too much of Dolph Ziggler since the Superstar yes, Shake-Up. Yes, that's true, yeah. And, you know, to, to kick-start his return, so to speak, off against Nakamura is probably the best thing for Dolph Ziggler ever. Yeah, I mean, Ziggler's the new heel catch as well. I mean, it's a perfect fit, really, isn't it? You know, to go against Nakamura, someone that can uh, go with him in the ring as well, you know. Uh, so anybody who's never seen Nakamura before, Dan, how would you uh, how would you explain him? Uh, very unorthodox. He's got his own strong style of wrestling and he loves his kicks, he loves his strikes. And, you know, he's just a complete risk-taker, really. Yeah, uh, and that's the thing, is it? Once he hits you with a Kinshasa, that's his finisher, he gets over and done with. But it's the kind of... The personality of Nakamura as well that shines through. He is different and he does feel like a star, doesn't he? You know, as soon as you see him, as soon as you you feel his presence, you just know he is one of the next... He is going to be a huge star on SmackDown, especially the way he's being promoted. But what does Nakamura have to do if he wants to beat Ziggler here tonight? Uh, well, you know, Dolph Ziggler's a heel. He's been around the block a fair few times. He is a former heavyweight champion, albeit very briefly. You know, he's won Money in the Bank. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a question, but a statement. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's won money in the bank. He's, he, you know, it's not his first rodeo. He's gone against big superstars before, but as we know from Dolph Ziggler, he is a born loser. Yeah, well, this is the thing with Ziggler. He's got the toughest job, hasn't he? Because, like you say, reputation precedes you. And ever since having that chance against Ambrose at SummerSlam for the WWE title, he's, he's based and the feud with Miz as well. He's always been on a losing end. I would think tonight, yes, it would be Nakamura. But maybe they will change things and have Ziggler maybe upset Nakamura. I, I wouldn't understand if they did it. But, uh, yeah, to be fair, there is no way Ziggler is winning this match. But I'm, <laughs> maybe, yeah. well, I've, you know, I've been wrong before. A debutant is basically Nakamura is going to be on the screen for this match. You yeah. know, he is, he's, when you see Backlash, you've seen the picture of Nakamura with his electricity coming out of his hands. You know, it's, they wouldn't put him on the front page. Yeah, exactly, and, and this is all about this match itself is showing Nakamura off to everybody. So we're going to see what Nakamura can do, as we've seen in the early going with the wrestling. You know, he can he can hang with Ziggler, as people might you know might not know, and also just this sheer it's charisma, isn't it? What Nakamura's it is, got, yeah. it's just well, he doesn't rely on mic work. You know, his English isn't that great, but you know he does his talking in the ring, and you know it's. The way he does his talking in the ring is just very unique. Yeah. Uh, and I would say as well, I mean, it might not be much of a, a pull, but he is definitely the biggest superstar to make his debut in WWE, I would say, since AJ Styles. Maybe even bigger than AJ in name value. I mean, you could argue that fact, but it's a very important move, isn't it, for Nakamura to be on SmackDown now as well. 
because you've got the Japanese audience that who know Nakamura. Nakamura was having five star matches before he joined WWE with people like AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, you know, everybody who's now basically on the main roster as well. It's custom fit for him to come in. And unlike maybe someone like Hideo Tami, he's not slowed down, has he? You know, he's just yeah. grown and grown and grown. And as I say that, it looks like he's slowed down a little bit now. <laughs> yeah, as well, Ziggler's slowed him down. He's kind of giving him a neck breaker through the ring ropes. And he's starting to get a bit of control. But Ziggler, I think he's too slow on his offense. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? He's taking his time. He's like the cocky type as well, letting Nakamura get back into it. And if anybody's going to beat Nakamura, you need to be on that straight away. You can't let him breathe at all. You can't be put off by the mind games. So that's what Nakamura beats you half the time as well, isn't it? Where yeah. the way he acts, he just it puts you off so much. Well, he beats you with his entrance. Yeah. <laughs> as we see with Ziggler checking his, his pretend watch as Nakamura came out. He's pretending he's not bothered. And in the early going as well, did Nakamura just tap out there? No, he had the well, ice rate. Well, I've got to say that Nakamura's entrance is a lot better than Spirit Squad's entrance. <laughs> Coming out with fucking megaphones and dancing about. So, you know... Ziggler can't really say too much about entrances. No, I think Ziggler just has to be. Uh, well, and this is the thing as well. I thought, you know, the build-up to it. Ziggler said, like, uh, in one of his backstage promos and talking smack, he was saying, people know me. They know what I'm like these past 10 years. They know I can get a spot and hit it, and I can take someone out. And Ziggler, if you've proven anything over the last 10 years, anybody who watched the product, you know you're not like that. And... This is why I feel W making up their own storyline sometimes, making up their own character history. Because Ziggler now is apparently the person that's always welcomed him to new talent and got the job done. And he's not, is he? You know, he's someone that's always been on a losing end. And I just thought that was a bit strange. But Nakamura, a little bit of trouble now. He's kind of taken over from what Jericho was doing when AJ Styles yes, first came in. But he hasn't got what Jericho. No, he's certainly not got what Jericho's <laughs> yeah, got yeah, now. Yeah. Exactly that. And I just feel like, well, Rather than saying that, wouldn't you create something about yourself saying like, yes, I was the Spirit Squad and I see you coming in and that's how I feel about it. But then again, I'm not writing a product for SmackDown, am I? Yeah. So this might be a one-shot deal and then they move on. I don't know if the feud can continue if Nakamura beats uh, Ziggler clean, do you know what I mean? I don't know if it's one of those things where maybe a sneak attack afterwards. Potentially, yeah, but you know he's not going to be able to do much sneak attacking after he's been hit with a King well, Shasha. This is the thing, once you're knocked out, you know. But at the moment, Ziggler impressing, and, he, and that's all he can do at the moment. Well, he's you know slowing Nakamura down. I think you know Nakamura's he's got a, he's got a lot of work to do to build himself up. I know you know with the crowd on that, but to build himself up through the ranks and yes, get himself yeah, a yeah. title shot. Yeah, you can't be expected to just come in and get a, a WWE title shot. And I think with Nakamura as well, the, the promos will be more important because yeah, he can be a bit, but we've seen it on the he can be a bit. You know, with his English speaking, not the best. And we've seen it on the build-up to this where he's come out, done his entrance, hit Ziggler a couple of times and then left again, you know. So we yeah. need to, on the in the future, if you're going to have like a main event feud, you're going to have to have a little bit of back and forth. Well, would he benefit from a manager? I think Nakamura could. But then again, there's not that many uh, good babyface managers either, is there? No. I mean, maybe... well, babyfaces don't seldom have managers. Yeah, you know? it's... Unless it's a woman in your corner, it's not really a... Exactly. More of maybe having a manager as well is that he'll be another, another Japanese guy who throws salt, you know. So you want to kind of... Mr. Fuji. Yeah, stay away from that. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, Ziggler was in control for that second. And then, yeah, Nakamura spins around and hits him with a lovely spinning heel kick. And that's how deadly his feet are. 
Is he going to make sure his chin's still there? But back to his feet first. Well, but Nakamura's <laughs> up to meet him. And again, having a striking competition with Nakamura, you're not... <laughs> no. Uh, look how quick Ziggler bounces back up again. No credit to him. Yeah, well, after a couple of feet to the chest, he's <laughs> not getting back up as quickly. Big Irish rip to the corner as well. Oh. Nakamura following up with another knee. And we've seen this before from Nakamura setting him up across the top rope in the corner. Follows oh. it up with a big knee to the midsection. And now he's going to go for the cover. I don't know if he's going to get the job done, but it might. No. I was right, kick out. Uh-huh. But Nakamura just he, Nakamura himself wants to see what Ziggler's made of as well, doesn't he? You know, Ziggler's built himself up. Nakamura wants to know how many kicks to the face it's going to take. Will it just be the one Kinshasa, or can he maybe hit him with just like a knee? Well, know? it's King Shasha against Superkick, really, and it's Sweet Chin Music. Yeah, and as we've seen, Ziggler has brought that, you know, that's his move now, as he was telling us. Yeah. And he's going for the roll-up on Nakamura. But oh, but Nakamura locks him in like a triangle chokehold. That's beautiful. Ziggler's scrambling, panicking to get to that bottom rope. And again, just to get there, though. Yeah, and, and again, it's another thing Nakamura can do, isn't it? Submission skills, very underrated. We haven't seen a lot of submission from him, really, in NXT, but he hasn't needed that. Has he? No. <laughs> he's normally got the job done yeah. without these in it, yeah. Oh, suplex attempt from Nakamura, but Ziggler blocking it. Oh! Plants him with a DDT. Goes for the cover, but oh, Nakamura managing to kick out. Ah, and Nakamura got spiked right down then. And Ziggler's catching his breath back, but was that a move out of desperation for Ziggler? I do like Dolph, but like I say, he's incredibly mistreated, isn't he? <laughs> you know? he is, yeah. And now we're meant to take him as a serious threat against Nakamura. I mean, that ain't going to happen, but I can sit down and enjoy the match, you know. And we've pretty much seen this match. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So hopefully we know what they can do. So hopefully it heats up and then they can do what they were doing with us and even a little bit more. Oh, as Ziggler runs into a huge knee. And Nakamura, what's he going to do? Oh, looking to hit the King Shasha perhaps, but Ziggler catches him, rolls him up. Oh, and that might have been Ziggler's best chance after Nakamura got shoulder up. Oh, zigzag. No, no, famouser. Famouser. Again, oh. another move that he's stolen. <laughs> well, he planted Nakamura there. Couldn't get him down though. Nakamura gets shoulder up at two. Two. And did he tweak his neck a little bit? It looks like Nakamura's holding that. You can see the whites of his eyes as well. Maybe that's Nakamura down for good now. This is it. Maybe you just it was it's a fluke on NXT. <laughs> like, all the stuff he did was for nothing. Oh, is Zigzag gonna tune up the band? Crowd's been a little bit quiet, but we have had the volume down, so. And like you said, Nakamura is in the middle of the ring and Ziggler is smirking. No, he's just got a grin on his face. He's not got a cigarette in his gob. Oh, my God. And he's setting up a super kick and he's getting the heat from the crowd as well. It's mine now. There we go. This is the end for Nakamura. Oh, Nakamura blocking it. Oh, Ziggler blocking his kick. Gets caught with a zigzag. Oh, no. Two, four. Shinsuke there managing to kick out. Oh, and Ziggler's face made me LOL there. I mean, the exasperation on it. It's like, well, ref, I've just hit my finisher. The move that everybody's kicked out of, and Nakamura has kicked out of it. Well, he's hit a stolen finisher. He's hit his own <laughs> finisher, and he's not hit his other stolen finisher, the Sweet Chin Music yet. No, but Ziggler's in control, and he doesn't care. Beautiful exchange between the two. Both men dodging each other's big kicks, but... After it, uh, Ziggler hitting the zigzag. Now Dolph struggling to get Nakamura up. He's going to hit the pedigree. <laughs> he's going to steal a Batista bomb. Yeah, he's going to hit the power bomb, yeah. 
One of JBL's favourite moves. Oh, no, Nakamura trying to fight out. Nakamura shows his own power and twists his way out of it. Oh, my Ooh, God. Big knee to the midsection. <laughs> and like an axe kick to the back of Ziggler's head. But is Nakamura in too much trouble? Oh, well, yeah, he's filling that neck. And now he's trying to pick up Dolph Ziggler. I don't know if he's trying to hit him in a move or just trying to get him in a guillotine of some sort. Well, Ziggler's gone dead weight. Oh, here we go. Looks like he's going to go for the exploded suplex. Oh! oh, Ziggler lands on his feet, though. And now he's in position. Oh! Super kick to the back of Nakamura's head. Well, Nakamura might be out cold. And can Ziggler capitalise? No. I, I think if he could have got the cover straight away, that might have been it. But he can't. It's been about 10 seconds. He rolls Nakamura over. Two. Oh! But Nakamura don't go down like that. He doesn't. Managing to kick out. Uh-huh. I'm thinking Ziggler should have hooked the leg there as well. I mean, uh, he's an amateur wrestler. You shouldn't really know what you're doing. But Ziggler, very impressive, lands on his feet yet again. Well, we all know what follows the exploder suplex or the imploder suplex. But a sweet back of the head music. But the thing is, Ziggler's been getting conchasious now for the past couple of months, hasn't he? So he kind of wants to avoid he's that. kind of immune to it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I know I'll avoid the conchasha. And Ziggler. A bit of vicious offence we don't see a lot with the punches and the kicks to Nakamura. He's got a handful of Shinsuke's hair, but Nakamura grabs hold of Ziggler's foot. That's my foot now, that's what he's saying. <laughs> Can Ziggler escape from it? Oh! Oh, Ziggler spitting in Nakamura's face. That is just <laughs> disgusting. What a sign of disrespect and maybe did. You don't tug on Superman's cape, you don't spit in Nakamura's face. Ziggler looked like going for a leg takedown, but Nakamura blocks it. Oh, Nakamura going for the vicious knee strike side to Ziggler's head. <laughs> oh, and now the midsection as well, cutting him off. Ziggler trying to escape to the bottom right, but not getting much break there. Break, break, break. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't want to be disqualified, Nakamura. People have lost their world titles for less. That's how you don't. And maybe he's playing into uh, Ziggler's plan. Making Nakamura frustrated. Or maybe not. Ziggler's head over the bottom rope. Oh, oh fucking hell. Runs in with a big knee. And now Nakamura screeching. He goes to the top rope. Well, he's getting all fired up. Second rope. Oh. oh. Goes for the big knee. Oh, my God. Ziggler went for the super kick. Nakamura dodged. Oh. And, oh. <laughs> and after the big forearm to the head, Hicks exploded suplex. And Dolph Ziggler's down. Nakamura in a corner. Nakamura's he's... tuning up his own band. Feeling for it. Kinshasa! Oh! Nearly takes Ziggler's head off. One, One two, two, three. three. There you go. What a way to make your debut. <laughs> he needs a t-shirt. He needs, he needs entrance. Kinshasa, leave. <laughs> Dan, what did you think of Shinsuke fucking Nakamura? His first match on the main roster, Dan. I thought it was quite a good match, actually. You know, Dolph Ziggler wrestled really well. Uh, you know, we give him a lot of stick because he's stolen wrestlers' moves. But, you know, if they're not around no more, they're not using them. But, you know, Dolph, he's, he's not a bad competitor for Nakamura to start his debut against. Yeah, I mean, I meant, I'm not just say disappointed with the match. I liked the match. But I feel if it was co-main event as opposed to the start of the show then I think we could have had a, a lot better one. Do you know, they would have pulled out more stops yeah. and gone for it. Whereas if you start the show, you don't really want to have a classic straight away, do you? If, if the feud does continue, I think these two men will really have a classic one, whether that be on SmackDown, pay-per-view. Of course, with the, 
another two SmackDown pay-per-views to go. I mean, this feud could easily continue now, couldn't it? You know? Indeed, yeah. But uh, not a bad way to start, and that means that we get another point each as well. We're on two as we head into our third match, and there's not much else to say about a Kinshasa victory, is there? <laughs> you know? Nakamura is the man. The fans have seen him now, and let's see what happens next. Don't worry, you're not missing anything. It's just adverts. So we get one for Extreme Rules. And like I say, not a bad main event, is it, in Extreme Rules? I don't know what we're going to have the rest of the card. They've <laughs> used up all their talent yeah. in that match. A two-hour match. Um, well, we got Ambrose in his Intercontinental match. Oh, we got Fashion Files. <sighs> now, Dan, is there anything else like this in wrestling? Thank fuck. No, there isn't. <laughs> I like Breezango. I mean, yes, they might be stupid and silly and some of their bits not funny. i got a new thing. <laughs> You're not a freeze five with me, no? Put your hand up and then freeze and I'll slap you around the face. Well, that was the fashion fires and Dan is not a fan of Breeze Ango, but they will be tag team champions later tonight. So they're going to be tag team champions now, Dan. Tyler! Coming out with a selfie stick, hopefully. Who's this guy? We're expecting Tyler Breeze, but... And here comes Fandango, Dan. Da, 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 da. He's going to mop the floor with the Usos. That's what it means. So Tyler Breeze and Fandango, future tag team champions, coming out here. Uh, it's, it's wrestling, Dan. And wrestling should be silly as well. We shouldn't be all serious about it. There should be some laughs. And I laugh more at Breeze Angle than I do Enzo or Big Cask, and I don't find anything they do particularly funny. I think they're trying to be goofy and stupid. I don't think Enzo Big Camino, that's why I like Breezango. And they're a serious threat to the Usos as well. <laughs> they are! <laughs> they're a serious threat to my mental health. <laughs> so anyway, great entertainment. It's Breezango and the Usos coming out here. Not that I really need to ask, because I think it's blatantly obvious who you've gone for. But who have you gone for this tag match? Well, Dan, in this tag match... I, of course, have gone for the Usos. <laughs> now, Breezango will be... Th- you, if you listen back to what I said, they will be tag team champions. But not tonight. <laughs> you, Dan, who have you gone for? Do, <laughs> Do I have to ask? Right, have a, guess. Guess. Have have a rough guess. No, no, I think you've gone the Usos. But just show me... Oh, I nearly thought it said Breezango then. Well, how does Usos look anything <laughs> like fucking Breezango? So, I have gone for the Usos. Like I say... Uh, I think they will retain because at the moment, Breezango are a comedy team, but I think if they have a good match here and push the, the champions, <laughs> as Tyler Breeze has got the mop and bucket, if they push the champions here tonight, they will get a rematch. Dan, why have you gone for the Usos? Because in and then just let all your hatred out. <laughs> because Breezango are nothing more than a fucking joke and fucking jokes get nowhere. We've seen that with fucking Enzo and Cass. They've got fucking nowhere. We're going to see it with these pair of cunts. Need I say any more? No, but I... Weirdly, I'm expecting a good match, though. Well, you are weird. <laughs> just because... Just because I think Fandango and Tyler Bees are very underrated in the ring. I think Uso's a good team. I think this should be good. Well, Fandango is in there with either Jimmy or Jay. And now Tyler Breeze has gone in there and he's... And the mops get the chant. He's used a weapon. Disqualify that cunt. He's using a weapon, ref. It is legal, Dan. You've got, to, you've got to stop being so horrible to Tyler Breeze. You know, he's a cleaner at the moment. He's in character. And there you go. He's using another fucking weapon. It's the same one. 
So Jay is in there and he's been mopped and he just broke that mop and it's not his property either. And now Breeze has rolled out of the way for the Uso splash. He's done that three times. <laughs> and Jay's not giving up, though, to his credit. Oh, this time he's had enough. Enough shenanigans. Oh, beautiful step up in security there by Breeze. Can he get it? One, no. two. Oh. Now, this is a match I don't mind if I get wrong. If Breeze Anger walk out with the Tag Team Champions, Dan. If I'll Breeze Anger walk out man. with the Tag Team Champions, I'll walk out on this podcast. <laughs> I am one happy man, not because you walk out, but because of obviously Breeze Hango winning the Tag Team Championship. And Jay, I think the smaller of you, so it's just like Jimmy's put on some uh, junk in the trunk, you know, as he comes in now. Big Jimmy, what am I going to call him? Jimmy Big Beard. <laughs> Working on Fandango. And what a weird way to start this match as well, with the mop being involved. Should it be involved? I mean, that's now Jimmy going for the roll-up, or going for the sunset flip, sorry. And look at Fandango. Fighting this now, look. Yes. He's not Val Venus. He shouldn't do the hip rolls. He's, he's not he, Rick Road. No, he's Fandango. He should Fandango to another the fucking man, wrestling promotion. The man who beat Chris Jericho in his debut match at WrestleMania as well. And now Fandango's got the arm in. And who's this old lady? There seems to be an old lady on the apron, down With another illegal weapon. Well, it's fucking Rose. Maybe it's Fandango's mum. We've never seen it before. Adam was... Rose? No, it's not Adam Rose. It's fucking <laughs> Tyler Breeze. <laughs> it might be Fandango's mum. And Uso's not sure. She can hardly get in the ring, this lady. I think she'll be all right, though. And she wants some of the action. She You're wants... right. That person in the ring is a female. She wants Jimmy in. She is a she. <laughs> oh... Jimmy. Well, that's good. Getting another weapon out of the ring. Jimmy kicks the cane away. Oh, my God. And a beautiful dropkick by Willis. His, oh, my God. She showed her a trunks. And now a dropkick. Well, I've never seen a tag team match like this before. Well, this is just putting a mockery to the Usos. <laughs> and now he's in the corner. Oh, we're not going to see it, are we? Bronco Buster. Tyler Breeze is all over. Jay Uso. Oh, my God. And Jay Uso just drop kicked him out of his wig and glasses. He went flying across the ring. That's what you do to someone in the corner. You give him a double foot stomp and take your brother in. Oh, here comes Jimmy. Oh, That's and- it, Uso. Stop playing fucking games. Stop getting drawn into their stupid fucking ruses. And JBL chance as well during the match. I think, like you say, the fans having a little bit more fun in this one. They're having a lot more fun than I. <laughs> I don't think they're watching the action, Dan, as Jimmy, oh, and he goes for the big splash. Tyler Breeze manages to move out of the way. Oh, no, he threw it, and it landed on JBL. That's why the chance JBL, Breeze, tags in Fandango. He sure it was not preceded by fire. <laughs> and now Fandango taking down both of the Usos, and Jay in there. Fandango, Irish whip, building momentum for this one. Oh, gets caught with that big right hand by Jay. But Fandango, beautiful response for that beautiful spinning heel kick. Could get the job done. Oh, that was too close for you, Dad. <laughs> that was. It'd have been doing the last part of this podcast so long. <laughs> now Fandango's got an Irish whip Jay. And he oh, seems to be one, side steps. one step ahead of him at the moment as well, yeah. Beautiful today, the DDT. Fandango! Jay managing to kick out. <laughs> Come on now. Fandango and Breeze. Double team. Put. <laughs> Who 
so away and they are. Fandango tags in that selfie stick wielding cunt. Oh, and Jay lands on his feet and pushes Fandango down. So, yeah, it is Tyler Breeze and Jay the legal member. Tyler Breeze take this step up. Blind tag. Tags in uh, Jay. Uh, tags in Jimmy. Yeah, blind tag. And now the Usos. Oh. Now they mean business. Lovely. One, two, Double team. Four. Yes. You see, Breeze won't go down that easy. He's got the heart. Oh, Breeze probably does go down very <laughs> He's easily. He's got the heart and the spirit in this match to, to stay up. He's going to swallow his pride, Dan, and he's going to carry on with this match. He's going to swallow a lot of things, and it's not going to be his pride. <laughs> oh, now the Usos looking to maybe double power from Breeze. Oh! Breeze, to his credit, credit moves out. Jay hits Jimmy. No, he can't Breeze do that fucking move. got the Umbria! Yo! That's it, no! I'm oh. sorry, but he can't steal a move from Christian. That's Come. just completely drawn the fucking line he might have stole it from Christian but I think Jimmy is thanking God that Jay managed to get the shoulder up there at two two and now Fandango looking to get tagged in but the Usos don't want any of this and I'm a bit surprised at the moment the Usos take such a beat and here comes Tyler Breeze uh oh uh oh gets caught by the Usos oh nearly gets thrown into some Asian spectators well hit the first row oh you Fandango, there's somersaulting over the top. You've got to be impressed by that, haven't you? It's Fandango. I've seen it a million times. Throws him in, going to go for the leg drop to get the job done. Oh, no, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy helps Jay out and grabs hold of his foot as he gets caught no. in the super kick. Oh. And that is it for them pair of fucking costume wearing. I'm not the biggest fan of the Usos, but I'm an even lesser fan. Of Breezango. I think you've got to give credit to Breezango tonight. Well, I tell you what, you're not going to. I'm going to give credit to Breezango here tonight. Because I think uh, it was a call off with, and they come ever so close to putting the Usos away. Doesn't hurt the Usos, doesn't hurt Breezango. If they take it more serious next time, I, I do feel, like I say, there will be future tag team champions. Uh, it was like half a millimetre. Look, look how close Mike Kyoda came to counting that. Uh, but what do you think of the match, Dan? I thought it was a fucking mockery of what wrestling should be. After watching an exquisite show on TakeOver, after watching two relatively good matches, to have it followed up by this is just a fucking joke. And even why these two twats are actually contenders for the Tag Team Championship is beyond me. There is a lot better pairings out there than them. Now, uh, I don't know about the pairings here on SmackDown at the moment, but i got to say, for me, wrestling is all about the different parts. Yes, you can have great wrestling matches, as you as you have done with the takeovers. You need angles to remember, but also you need a bit of comedy. I think that's what Breeze Ango bring to it. Like, they make you laugh. They're harmless, Dan. They really are. They're on they Smack- are harmless. Yeah, I agree <laughs> yeah. with that. But they're on SmackDown. They gave us, I think it's a good match as well. Usos defend their titles. And fair play to them. Out of saying that I thought wasn't going to be anything... I quite enjoyed it. So we move on to the next one. We agree to disagree. We move on to the next one. And a point H. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So, yes, we won't move on to the next one because that means predictions. <laughs> predictions, Dan. Well, I thought both went Usos and three points each as we carry on. So the next match is Sammy. <laughs> it's Sammy Zayn versus Baron Corbin. So before the match, we see what happened last Tuesday. Sammy Zayn giving an interview backstage. Baron Corbin... A sneak attack. And he's done that recently on Talking Smack as well, <laughs> Talking Smack as well, hasn't he, with uh, Sami Zayn. Yeah, he has been one for the sneak attacks on Sami, but 
Sammy's got a heart as big as Texas, as JBL says. Yes, but Baron Corbin is the size of Texas, so that's why it's going to be an interesting matchup. We get to it next. So, yes, Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin. Sami Zayn coming out with one of the most catchiest theme tunes in the WWE. And I'm finally glad to say, Dan, you agree with me now, don't you? Yeah, it's a little bit catchy. <laughs> so, the first three main show wrestlers, you've had Nakamura, who everyone sings along with. You have Fandango, who everyone goes, da-da, da-da-da-da. And you've got Sami Zayn. Exactly. Who everyone sings along with. Exactly. You sing along with that. And if you count kickoff as well, you're tied down just, So you've got four fan-friendly entrances for you there. Of course, you've still got AJ Styles to come as well, which fans <laughs> seem to love that at the moment. Yeah, so Dan, prediction-wise, in our fourth match, who have you gone for in this one? I've gone for the same as you, James. Oh, have you seen? No. Oh, right. Who have you gone for? Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Well, Weirdly enough, yes, you have got the same as <laughs> me. I have got Baron. Um, but it's one of those matches I weren't sure about because I, w- I was talking about like the many amount of hills that may be expected to win tonight. Would this be one maybe that will say, no, we'll get like a an easy, uh, like a, a cheeky face victory. But I think Baron Corbin's been built up towards his feud around Yorton as well, isn't he? So I think he does need a victory on pay-per-view. Why have you gone, Baron? You know, again, he's he's not got off to the flying of starts for, a, you know, a main show wrestler. So I think, you know, it's about time he beats someone with a lot of heart. And, you know, who else with more heart than Sami Zayn? Yeah, and actually moves on to a feud that matters. Because like you say, since winning the uh, Battle Royal last year at WrestleMania, he's not been involved. I mean, yes, he had a, a feud with Kalisto that kind of didn't go anywhere, didn't it, you know? Uh, and I think with Baron Corbin, he does need a, a big, decisive victory, and he needs a proper feud to sink his teeth into. With Sami Zayn, I'm still not sure if WWE know what to do with him, because, yes, he is incredibly pop- popular, fans love him, but this feels a bit like Strowman all over again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Big man on the roster saying, saying, I can beat you, and then coming up short. But we'll see what happens. And Sami Zayn looks, I would say, quietly confident. Uh, got a slight smile on his face. Looking at Baron Corbin, I think Baron Corbin's a bit pumped up for this. But we talk about the feud. I mean, what have you thought about the feud between um, Corbin and Zayn? Uh, you know, with the sneak attacks from Baron Corbin coming from behind. You know, he's. I think he's wary of Sami Zayn, but you know, he's. I think with all the sneak attacks, that's going to play a bit on Sami Zayn's mind. And yeah, you know, it's it's just going to be a. Quite a hellacious beatdown for Zane. Yeah, uh, and look, he can take a beat, like we say. He's um, he has got a lot of heart, but I think Corbin is, yeah, like I say, going to deliver a beatdown. But it might reflect well on Zane that uh, Corbin's had to kind of sneak attack him in the recent weeks because he does see him as a, you know, maybe a, a threat on SmackDown. And I mean, what do you expect? What's keys to victory? What does um, Baron Corbin need to do if he wants to win this? Um, I just think he needs to. Beat Sami Zayn down so much that, you know, his heart literally stops beating. <laughs> you know, not in a no, but, killing way, yeah, but I know, you know, he needs to beat the heart out of him. Yeah, it's going to take a lot to keep Sami Zayn down, like we said, and I think Corbin can deliver it. I think with Sami Zayn, it's a classic big man versus little man, isn't it? So he has to withstand the onslaught, maybe try and, you know, chop down those big tree trunk-like legs of Baron Corbin and get an advantage like this. Or use his speed as well. It is speed versus power. Oh, and a lovely head scissors take down there from Sami Zayn, but Baron Corbin there landing on the outside on his feet. He seems more frustrated than anything else. Zayn's going to go flying. Oh, 
<laughs> Baron Corbin sidesteps it and Sami Zayn flips his way back into the ring very athletically. Oh, even Baron Corbin give a round of applause. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's great. Let's see what happens now. Test his strength. I don't think that was the best idea no. for Sammy. Or was it just a rose to try and lift his hand up so he's got somewhere to attack? <laughs> well, it was Corbin. Uh, Corbin. Um, Sammy Zayn, I would say, is a veteran, isn't he? Been going around for so many how to get a victory. He's not going to be... Uh, Overawed by the occasion or who he's facing as well. As now he's on the apron, nice shoulder to the midsection of Corbin. And again, sending Baron Corbin back to the outside. Is he going to manage to hit a high impact move this time? Well, it looks like he's already hurt his lower back. And if Corbin sees that, he's going to pounce right on it. Sami Zayn delicately. <laughs> oh my God. Well, the underdog from the underground is on the outside now with Baron Corbin. Corbin's just hit him with a big right hand. They're going to Irish whip him into the barricade. Oh! Oh, but Sami Zayn <laughs> jumps up onto the top and hits Corbin with a lovely moonsault, but has he injured his back further? And we're going to show any weakness when it comes to Baron Corbin, but great by Sami Zayn. He's kind of reversing everything in sight at the moment, putting Baron Corbin off his game. And like we've got to remember, Corbin is basically a newbie himself, isn't he? You know, coming into it... He wasn't in NXT for too long, was he? Maybe no. a couple of years or so. So on the main roster, he's still gaining experience as well. Oh, Baron Corbin picks up Zayn and just rams him straight into that corner. It's not fucking about, isn't it? Baron Corbin doesn't want it. That's it. He's been made to look like an idiot and he's yeah, he's not going to stand for it no more. He's going to stand on Zayn's back instead. He is going to break that lower back. And to Corbin, Zayn is just a fly and he wants to squat him here tonight. And the backbreaker by Baron Corbin and Sami Zayn. You can see the red mark. On Zane's back and Corbin, he's taking his time here. If the match goes any slower, then I will start thinking it is a natural injury. Fucking hell. Oh, a big <laughs> Irish trip to the corner. And if it wasn't hurt before, he's certainly going to be hurt now. It was like he was thrown out of a moving automobile down a vehicle. A vehicle. <laughs> he was. Thrown out the windscreen. And Corbin picks up Sammy Zane. Well, I think that's one thing with uh, Baron Corbin. is very slow on his attack. Which, you know, it might go against him. Exactly, especially if you're overconfident as well as Sami Zayn. Like, you know, and being in control, this is the thing we don't like to see because Sami could just, you know what I mean, roll up pin or whatever it is. Yeah. But it's not. It's going to be the end of days and that'll be it. Sami can't stop Corbin here tonight. Unlike Theresa May can stop Jeremy Corbin, Sami Zayn can't stop Baron Corbin. Political there. Don't forget everybody's last day to register. Register your vote. Have you registered to vote, Dan? Of course you have. <laughs> uh, who fucking gets in? Nothing fucking changes. Nothing gets better, and it's just the fucking same old shit. They're just going to find something else shit to fucking moan about. That was a political minute there. Oh, Sami Zayn dodging the clotheslines for Baron Corbin, but running straight into that bear hug. Sami Zayn is so much pain. His hand trying to mask it. As the fans desperately trying to get Sami Zayn back into this match, but Corbin's been in complete control. Mm. And Sammy, of course, he looks like um, uh, Sammy Zayn looks like Grover, of course, from the uh, the Muppets. Anybody's ever seen that? Baron Corbin, trying to Irish Baron rip. Corbin, yeah, yeah, trying to Irish rip Sammy Zayn. Now Sammy Zayn low bridges Corbin out of the Royal Rumble and after those impressive kicks as well. And he and Sammy Zayn, even when injured back, he's not going to go flying, is he? Well, if he's going to beat Corbin, he's got to put it all on the line, and that includes the health of his back. That's true, Sammy Zayn, and he will give it all. That's the crazy thing about him. He's off the top now. Perched up on top, Corbin makes his way back into the ring. Oh, cuts off Sami Zayn, who jumps over the top of him. 
Oh, Corbin catches Zayn with a hellacious spine buster. That's got to be it. It's hooked both legs. Oh. Zayn managing to kick out. Ah. Showing this toughness. The Baron getting a little bit frustrated. We talk about managers in the last, uh, in the Nakamura match. I think a Paul Heyman, would he be a brilliant manager for Baron Corbin? Especially if it was like, you know, turning on Brock Lesnar as well. Baron Corbin's so young, he's got that kind of arrogance about him. That Heyman guy, my guy, Baron Corbin. You can just see it now. And he was even trying to hit Sami Zayn and completely missing or just <laughs> yeah. pointing at his back. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, that's for impact. Impact. <laughs> And Corbin telling Zayn to stay down, but we know Sammy won't. It's a mistake that we've seen Hill st- stop talking to him and finish it. Oh, hit Zayn with a big right hand and drops him to the mat again. Well, referee might have to step in soon because this has been a massive mismatch. And Sammy Zayn, they're using Baron Corbin to try and pull himself to his feet, but Corbin's having none of it. And he's going for that big right hand again. Oh, oh but Sammy Zayn catches him, catches the oncoming Corbin with a big clothesline. And now, could this be his chance? He slaps the mat and he tries to get the fans behind him as well. One hell of a kick, and that'll be all over for Corbin. Oh, Baron now hit with a clothesline, bounces right back up again. <laughs> you wouldn't expect this. Oh. Charges towards Zane, but gets hit with a big back elbow. Now he's on the second rope and just boots Baron. Feeling that lower back. Oh. oh, springboards from the second rope to the top and straight to a crossbody to Corbin. Goes for the cover, but Baron managing to kick out. Oh. And it's just the power of Baron. You know what I mean? He, he, when he threw him off that pin there, Zayn nearly landed outside the ring. But Sami Zayn, to his credit, is in this match and he's on top at the moment. Corbin there, chopping Sami Zayn in the throat. Yeah, that's what we like to see. Oh, no. Charges towards Zane, but he sidesteps him like he was a ball. (laughs) Corbin comes running back in and turns Zane inside (laughs) out with a hellacious clothesline. Well, that's the momentum you need. There we go. Go for the cover. Two. Two. But Zane again refusing to stay down. Well, uh, and it wasn't any kick. It wasn't a kick out either. It was was a limpless arm of Sammy just managing to get up in the air. (laughs) He had no energy in that. And that back is causing him serious trouble. And Baron Corbin, come on, zone on it. You, you end of days, you know what I mean? He's not going to kick out of that. Ooh. And again to the lower back. But Corbin, though, he's just focusing on that lower back. He needs to step up. His- oh, it's working for him so far, like going slowly, methodically, but you don't want to give Sami Zayn an inch. No, because he'll run a mile. You need to kind of stop him right now, hit your high-impact moves. Get the job done and walk out of here to bigger and better things, Baron. You don't want to be, no offences, I'm saying, but you don't want to be embarrassed, do you, uh, at Backlash? Because that's what it will be at the moment. As now Baron finally going to hit an offensive move. No. Oh, he's going for the back body drop, but Sami Zayn managing to flip out of it. Oh, but got caught in a chokeslam there. Oh, oh delivers a chokeslam across his knee. This could be it for, Cor- uh, for Sami Zayn. That was it, wasn't it? Nah, Sami Zayn refusing to stay down, managing to kick out. Ah, and I've got the expression that Baron Corbin has on his face. And I honestly, how can that not put him away? He's had a lower back injury. Just choke slam. That wasn't bad enough. On the knee. Hasn't he got the type of beard you hate, though, Baron Corbin? Yes, he has. Baron Corbin looks like a dickhead. Especially that long hair as well. No, I mean, like the beard that... Yeah, I know. The beard round, but with that long hair involved. It just He looks unkempt. I, I shouldn't be complaining about someone being unkempt. But, you know, buzz cut for Baron and a proper beard, son. That's what I'm asking you. Do you know what I mean? 
And Sami Zayn's got the proper beard, and he's on the top rope now. And Baron Corbin, I think unnecessary high risk here to Sami Zayn. But Sami Zayn somehow managing to fight out, and look at the clubbing blows. He's looking for it. Sunset oh. flip to a powerbomb. One, two, four. But Corbin there nearly got embarrassed and pinned by Sami Zayn, but managed to kick out. Ah, embarrassed. But Zayn, maybe that was his best chance now. Maybe you know back in serious trouble. But Corbin's in serious trouble. I mean, you know, he's not managed to get up as quickly as he normally does. <laughs> no, he's sprawled out at the moment. Head down on the canvas. Come on, Baron. You're meant to be the next fucking WWE champion, son. He's going to run in for a hell of a kick. Get it reversed into... End of days. End of days. I hope it's nice. Oh, Corbin pushing Sami Zayn back to the turnbuckle. Corbin responded with a big elbow. Yeah, Zayn will not give up, will he? Perched on the second rope, trying to get to Corbin's level. He's going to go DDT. Oh, oh, but gets caught by Corbin. And that is power and a half. Got him up for the big power slam. No, dodged it. Oh. <laughs> He's trying to suplex Baron Corbin in turnbuckle. Yeah, I don't think you've got the power to do that. Corbin's holding on to the top rope <laughs> and just lays a couple of big elbows. Oh, going for the end of days now. Sammy's got him in a crucifix. One, two. Going for it. Oh, oh fucking hell. Sammy nearly snuck a win there. Oh, but look at that. Corbin with a spin-out power slam. Two. Oh. Had a high roll-up on Zayn, but Zayn again with his heart managing to kick out. Ah, I can't believe that. Like the winds of change coming here. Baron thought he'd get it done. Zayn showing his toughness. And like we say, we, we shouldn't discredit Sami Zayn. He's shown exactly what Sami Zayn is all about in this match, hasn't he? And now stomped on as well. And by a very frustrated Corbin. Now punches and the kicks to Sami Zayn, referee. But Zayn, again, credit to him, he's getting back up to his feet. Baron Corbin, finish him. Oh, no. Oh, Zayn sidesteps him. Corbin's on the outside. Surely Sami Zayn won't go flying. Don't call me Shirley. No, Baron Corbin comes running back in. Gets caught with a boot to the face in the corner. Oh. Hell of a kick. No, no, go for the pin. One, two, three. Oh! Fuck me up the arse with a pineapple. Sammy Zayn with the victory. Fucking perfect score. And Sammy Zayn, yes, like you say, Dan, beyond belief, pins Baron Corbin, what you would consider clean as well. As very clean as you can get, yeah. Uh, finishing move, pinfall. Sammy Zayn beats Baron Corbin. Have they given up on Baron Corbin already? <laughs> it looks that way. Well, Sammy is in serious trouble against the win. Uh, fair play to him. Dan, what did you think of the match? I thought it was a bloody good match, and not in a million years did I expect Sammy Zayn to win it, but pulled it out of his ass and, yeah, managed to pin Corbin. I actually put as well, because when I put the. the Prediction points, I put kickoff, knacker, tag, and I put Corbin down so I can remember, basically. Yeah. And Sami Zayn does do it. And, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm a big fan of Sami Zayn, don't get me wrong. I liked the match. I thought Corbin was a bit too slow in the early going. I don't know if that injury was a real injury and they played into it, or Sami Zayn is just a fantastic seller. He was humping him as he was pinning him. But, yes, Sami Zayn gets it. And a bit of a surprise. And will it be the only shock we get tonight? <laughs> well, I hope so. I do hope so. Sami Zayn wins, and that means, yes, we don't get a point, so we both stay on three. We are losers after that. We move on to the next match. Dan, anything else about this one? 
No, you know, it was uh, a completely unexpected victory for Sami Zayn. I mean, you know, normally one of us would have yeah. got the correct result, but no, you know, took I, us both by sh- shock and surprise. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe, I, I don't like, you know, I might have gone Sami Zayn, but I thought, no, Baron Corbin, especially on this type of uh, show, would have got a victory. But there we go. This is what WWE is all about. Anything can happen, and it has with Sami Zayn beating Baron Corbin. Uh, but it's not been a bad show so far, is it? We're halfway through now, and we, and we basically got the main matches up. We've got the, the main event matches. We've got the women's tag team match. We've got Harper versus Rowan. Bollywood boys laying out a flying carpet there. Well, Herve and Garv. So, yeah, Harv and Garv rolling out the um, magic carpet for the number one contender. I was expecting Aladdin. <laughs> well, this is Aladdin saying, because this is the number one contender for the WWE title. And he's getting interviewed now by Charlie Caruso. I, I tell you what it reminds me of, Jinder Paul saying that, because he's saying he gets negative reaction. He gets everything yeah, all, all down. He's going to turn it around. It's like in Ghostbusters 2, isn't it? When he had all the uh, gunge underneath the, the ooze underneath the ground. And that was all negative energy. And the Ghostbusters decided to bring hope. So they sprayed the Statue of Liberty and they brought passion. And maybe that's what Jinder Mahal's going to do. He'll come out in a big Taj Mahal wrapped in just happiness to get the victory here tonight maybe not that was very racial stereotypical of you okay he might have the statue of liberty because that brings hope to everybody who has traveled to america as an immigrant and as we see from jinder mahal people might hate him may hate him but i tell you what dan if jinder mahal manages to shock the world tonight i can't say fairer than that can you fairer than that no but if he beats randy orton tonight the only way he's going to be able to beat randy orton is if he does it with uh, his Bollywood boys and he cheats his way to victory. Uh, That's the only way he's going to be able to... He won't beat him clean. I think Randy Orton's got a third arm because he's going to hit three RKOs at the same time to the Bollywood boys. <laughs> he has got a third arm. Oh, easy tiger. But you should never hinder Jinder. No, I mean, fair play, Jinder Mahal. Like we say, the breakout star of 3MB at the moment in the main event of Backlash. Did you at... say he's the best of the three? No, no, I said he's breakout star at the moment. Could he his main event in... WWE, and up next, oh my god, this is the match we've all been waiting for. <laughs> it is the match we've all been waiting for. It's the women's, six women tag team match, and we're going to have the, uh, the welcoming committee. Why with... is that cunt still around? Because James Ellsworth and Carmella, Carmella, have <laughs> been together. They've been together now for a few months. She's she made over James Ellsworth. He looked like a fucking idiot before this. He looks like an idiot now. Oh, okay, yeah, fair he enough. He looks like an idiot with a stupid fucking backwards cap on. Yes, well, the no chin music is here, and Dan, you look like, you look like Ellsworth. Yeah, they're going to go get Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Naomi, the women's champion. But we can't discount Carmella's team. Yes, we bigged up uh, Charlotte, Naomi, and Becky Lynch. Of course, all former women's champions as well. But Carmella, Natalia, and Tamina. I mean, that's a tough task, isn't it? Oh, incredibly tough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. I mean, Natalia, of course, from, the, from Stu Hart's Dungeon. Tamina from Jimmy Snooker. And what has Tamina done in the past year, Dan? Um, absolutely yeah. fuck no, all. No, I'm asking, what has she done? I don't know. Absolutely <laughs> no, fuck yeah. all, yeah, I'm answering. <laughs> fuck yeah, all. No. I don't know. Well, she's here tonight. She's got a match. So, James. Yes. This intense match, who... Have you gone for? Yeah, so like we're saying, we've got the all-star team, the four-times women's champion in Charlotte. We've got the first ever SmackDown women's champion in Becky Lynch. And you've got a two-time women's champion and the one that won it at WrestleMania as well in Naomi versus, like we say, Natalia Carmella. 
and Tamina. But you asked me a question, Dan, as you've just seen their entrances. Who's got the best entrance out of all of them? Um, I would have to say to be Feel the Glow, Naomi. Yeah, and I think you have to experience it live to really understand how good it is, you know. As Becky Lynch with a funky new haircut starts... A funky new haircut starts with uh, Tamina. I have gone in this one, Dan. Nat, Char and Tamina. Yeah, so I've gone for the hills in this one. Who have you gone for, Dan? I've gone for the faces. you gone for... Oh, Naomi. So ask me why. Go on. Why have you gone for the hills? Is it because you think Charlotte's going to turn on them? No, I don't. I think if you've got the, the team all-stars in a four-time champion, first ever SmackDown Women's Champion, the two-time Women's Champion... Then Current Women's Champion. They don't... Exactly. They don't need to win this match. It would make more sense if the Welcome Committee did get the victory and at least then they would might have some challenges down the road. I know they're fighting with themselves as well. I don't think Charlotte Hill turn will happen just yet, but I'm expecting the, the Hills to do it races. Um... Well, they're going against women that you wouldn't really care if they lost. <laughs> right, yeah, You know, fair. Natalia, you wouldn't really matter. Carmella and Tamina, you know, they've, they're have not really well accomplished and, you know, they're not the known favourites, you know what I mean. would a victory for them help them out in that way, though? Would they start getting the kind of reputation, you know, the, uh, the kind of build-up that they need as well as, as challengers? Because, yeah, they're all faces, aren't they? Charlotte, Becky and uh, Naomi, so... You do need to build your heels up. And Natalia is so underrated as well. But she's going to get caught by Charlotte. Oh, goes for a cheeky cover, but Natalia managing to kick out. Ah. Of course, no women start on the line, but we are seeing six of the best. And Charlotte there with a chopping on the chest and a flare knee drop. And now she's styling and profiling into the corner of Tamina and Carmella. Then again, Charlotte and her team might just win easily. <laughs> like, so you don't know Charlotte on the outside now. Oh, a lovely big boot and pulling her down as well. Now Carmella might get involved. So in a couple of pay-per-views, it's the first time we've gone different. Yeah, as yeah, we are going to go our separate ways after this, Dan. It's, yeah, we didn't go complete. We didn't go different over. And like I say, it was the end of the uh, payback match for Strowman and Reigns, where you went Roman, I went Strowman, and. Roman and Strowman. We'll see if it happens now. Would it be the faces? Would it be the hills? Charlotte getting caught in the wrong part of town now, Dan. Well, all the hills are tagging each other in and, yeah, Charlotte's getting worked down in the corner. Come on now. It's quite simple. Quick tags as well, working like a good team. They are working like a well-oiled machine. They are. Tamina there. Maybe the dark horse in this one because nobody knows what to really expect. She's got the power as well. She is the biggest woman in this match. See, I would actually think that Naomi was the dark horse. Yes, but she is the women's champion, though, isn't she? So uh, she's trying to fill the glow, though, and get everybody back into her. Thanks for a camera shot to her. That's Carmella wearing Charlotte down. Now, is this a fair match, Carmella versus Charlotte? It isn't fair, no. <laughs> so who do you think is on Charlotte's level on SmackDown? I mean, you obviously don't think the hills are. Who else is there? I'd say, you know, the, the two faces, Naomi and uh, Becky Lynch, they're on Charlotte's level. You know, two of them are... Two of the four horsewomen. Yes, indeed. I mean, I mean, Becky Lynch definitely is. Naomi's grown into the role so well, hasn't she? You know, after we weren't expecting anything from her, she's come up, say, like an RKO. She came out of nowhere, and now she's uh, one of the stars of the women's division. And Charlotte there getting a tag to Naomi. Oh, she comes springboarding off the top rope with a nice crossbody, taking down Carmella. 
<laughs> oh, and just working on her with them big kicks. Oh, I think Carmella blocked them with her face. That's yes. right. And Naomi trying to get the crowd into it as well. Oh, oh, a big running drop kick into the corner. Nice shoes, though. Naomi, what's she going to go for? Oh, oh she was going to go for a springboard, but Tamina was making her way towards her. She stopped it, took out Tamina, but Carmella caught her unawares. Yeah, she did, and then used the hair on that second rope kick the back of the head and now stomping her down as well and Ellsworth absolutely loving it ringside I mean he is a Smackdown version of Paul Heyman isn't he you know <laughs> alright mate they're both ugly cunts yeah <laughs> and Naomi feeling leg of course she had leg injury before Wrestlemania that's how she that's why she had to relinquish the championship is she 100% now Carmella look at that Carmella there doing the moonwalk and wooing at Charlotte and getting the tag before Charlotte could get in. Now it's Tamina when they're working on Naomi. Naomi gets some separation. What's she going to do? Oh. Oh, gets taken out by Tamina with her lovely clothesline. How good Tamina is. She's not even bothered taking off her jacket. Tamina should, Tamina should team up with Narjax. I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it the same person? <laughs> <laughs> if Tamina went on like a, a, a full fat diet, I think she'll end up looking like Jacks by the end of the month. And I thought Talia and Carmella, they're both Irish whipping Naomi into the corner. I told you, and this is what they're good at, teamwork. Oh. <sighs> well, Naomi moves out of the way and Carmella gets hung up, but Talia's not going to let that happen, though. I'll kiss it better. I thought you were going to say um, Tamina should team with the Authors of Pain because they've, the <laughs> they've got the same outfits. As Natalia knocks Charlotte off the apron. Oh, but Naomi managing to Irish whip Natalia to the corner, but Tamina tags herself in. Yeah, she is definitely the enforcer in this match. Make sure she doesn't get the tag to Becky Lynch. Not doing a very good job at the moment. Oh, oh. Becky Lynch inches away from getting <laughs> tagged in there, but gets pulled off the apron by Carmella. I wouldn't mind being pulled off by Carmella. And that is Carmella there. And now that's oh, it. Oh, big Samoan drop to the champ. She's going to go... Two. That's it. Oh. Woo! And Flaring to save the day. <laughs> so that noise means Charlotte's in the ring. She stops the count, but brilliant by Carmella there. I think Ellsworth is going now like that. <laughs> Naomi's been beaten up now for quite a while, and this doesn't bode well if you were going for the Hill team because they've been in a lot of control. What do the faces have to do to win, Dan, if you talk about keys to victory? Well, you know, they're all natural winners. <laughs> so, you know, they just... Uh, Need to do what they do best and not let adversity get them down. Oh. And a lovely head scissors takedown there by Naomi to Natalia. Finally got the separation she so needs. <sighs> but can she get to the corner to make a tag? She's getting blocked off by Natalia, but finally gets a tag to Lynch. Oh my God, she's on fire. She comes in and knocks down Tamina and Carmella on the apron. Oh, yes. She's working her way into this match. Oh, beautiful calf kicks now on Talia now, and the back kick and the uppercuts. I mean, Becky Lynch's offence is so different. Fisherwoman suplex. Boom. Ooh. Plants Natalia. <laughs> she backs up the turnbuckle, but that's not a safe place to be around Becky Lynch. Fella! <laughs> she said <laughs> Tomato! She hit the punch. Potato! Ooh. Potato! Couldn't get the count there, Natalia kicks out uh. and Becky Lynch going to look for the uh, oh, I thought it was going to be the disarmer but she's not she's going up top hey oh but Tamina they're trying to distract her but again gets caught and knocked off the ring apron oh, Becky Lynch had it scouted and now Natalia 
Going for the sharp. Come on. This is deadly. Uh-oh. Disarmer. Oh, no. Gets caught in a disarmer. Oh, no. Just going to get broken up. And Italian in the middle of the ring. Well done, Carmella. Coming in and stopping that. Uh-oh. But Flair too little, too late. Throws her out the ring. Yeah, but she didn't see, to me, the there with a super kick. Oh, and a big headbutt to Naomi. <laughs> yeah, I thought Naomi was going to get an offence then. <laughs> it's normally the way it works, yeah, but exactly. Tamina weren't having none no, of that. She was like, no, 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 no. And now Becky Lynch with Natalia. Oh, Becky Lynch going for the One, two. pin. Oh, but Tamina there managing to distract her again. Oh, but gets knocked on her ass for the troubles with Becky Lynch. Oh, Natalia there tries to get the sharpshooter for the second time. And can she get it in? Taking a sweet-ass time. Come on, that's it now. Taking a big-ass time. Middle of the ring, where's Charlotte Naomi? And Becky Lynch can't get to the ropes. Now you know how tough the sharpshooter is. No, don't. Yes, you yeah. cunt. <laughs> you fucking potato-eating cunt. And Becky Lynch unbelievably taps out. I did think it was going to end like that. But yes, the Hills do win. And it shows how deadly a sharpshooter is, Dan. I mean, what do you think of the match? <laughs> it wasn't the greatest of matches, you know, not because it didn't go in my favour, but, you know, the way it went, how easily Becky Lynch went down. Yeah, because uh, she wasn't the one worked on. Was she? No. She wasn't the one worked on. It was uh, Naomi, the majority of the match. It was a sharpshooter out of nowhere. I'm going to keep using that tonight, but... She got it in, but I, I do think the MVP of this match, I think it's quite a short match. I think I would have done with it a little bit longer. Charlotte hardly got involved, did she? I think the MVP would be Tamina because of the way yeah, she... Yeah, the distractions, yeah. you know, they proved worthwhile for her. I, I can't believe Becky Lynch tapped out the sharpshoe. It's obviously they've got plans for Naomi and Charlotte, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, they're, if they're doing it like that. But no, I'm, I'm happy with a point. Don't get me wrong. And I go 4-3 up now. Can Dan catch different? In any of the last three matches, Dan, we've got the United States, WWE, and, of course, Luke Harper versus Eric <laughs> Who can forget that? <laughs> so up next, yes, it is the United States Championship, and it's Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles, and let's have a look at the promo. Dan, are you excited for this match? I am, yes. It has the potential to be a really great match between these two guys, and hopefully it lives up to its potential. Welcome... To the brand new Kevin Owens Show. I am here to be the new face of America. What I did to Chris Jericho was just a sneak preview of what's coming to AJ Styles at Backlash. Kevin Owens wins his second United States title. The only thing that people should care about is the United States champion and the new face of America. And his name is Kevin Owens. You see, Kevin, everyone knows how delusional you are. Telling everybody what you're going to do to me at Backlash, but this isn't Backlash. This is SmackDown Live, the house that AJ Styles built. I didn't just regain my United States title. I ended Chris Jericho's career. Kevin Owens is back out here. Oh, no! What is wrong with Kevin Owens? This is bad. Chris Jericho couldn't even last two hours. 
hours on SmackDown Live because of me. And at Backlash, I plan on ending another career. And this time, it's going to be AJ Styles. Oh, 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 no. Kevin Owens is on top of the number one contender, AJ Styles. Oh, no, no, no. Pop-up powerbomb. I'm going to beat you for that United States Championship. So I want you to enjoy being the new face of America while you still can, because you will never be the face of SmackDown Live. I'm not just going to be the face of America. I'm going to be the face of WWE. Dan, what do you think of the promo? You know, it is uh, just showing off the all-new Kevin Owens. And, you know, he can speak French, even though he's the face of America and he's Canadian. <laughs> yes. But, no, you know, it is. I think they're trying to build up Kevin Owens a bit more and putting him over as a powerhouse suited and booted up here yes and i think what wwe want to do as well is kind of do to the u.s title what they done to the intercontinental championship last year make it relevant make it exciting trying to be a main event talent you know kevin owens the longest reigning universal champion in history now united states champion aj styles the man who held the wwe title for the majority at the end of last year didn't he you know he did indeed yes big title matches as well and i think that's what they're trying to do here but the question is Will AJ get the job done? Dan, I'm asking you first. Who have you gone for? I have gone for... And new... AJ Styles. Well, Dan, I hate to break your heart, but I have gone for... Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. So So you're probably going to go two points up. (laughs) Well, we'll see what happens. AJ, Kevin Owens. Dan, why do you think AJ Styles? Disqualification. (laughs) Ah. Now that is brilliant because I went Kevin Owens but I'm panicking because I do think the feud will continue I think this match will end in a bit in a weird way but I got Owens because I thought I can't I was if I could I would have put Owens retains but I know I'm not allowed to so I went Owens I, I, disqualification maybe AJ Styles or something like this or maybe like a roll up pin but something for the feud to continue uh, this has the potential to be a fantastic match doesn't it you know it does indeed yes you know we know what both men um but no, you know, AJ Styles, he's been on the majority of the beatdown from Kevin Owens. He's not had much offence in the build-up to this. Uh, you know, and the way that normally goes is in the person who's getting the beatdown's favour. Yes, Like we definitely. saw with yeah. Sami Zayn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And if it wasn't for Sami, you know, <laughs> going into this match, I'm not going to be pissed off for him because his friend Kevin Owens is going to do me a favour. Uh, like I say, this feud will continue. These two men are a good match-up. Of course, they Battles in the past, never in WWE before. Uh, what does AJ Styles? What does AJ Styles have to do if he wants to win this one? Yes, the BAJ Styles he has to do what he done to dethrone the face that ran the place, John Cena. You know, and we know AJ Styles; he can win it in the big match. Uh, he's he's got it all, really. Yeah, and it was a big match, Phil. Do you know what I think Kevin Owens needs to do to win? My name's this, not Phil. <laughs> do you know what I think Kevin Owens does? What do you think Kevin Owens needs to do to win this match? I think be Kevin Owens. And, and in that way, like kind of dirty, cheating, underhanded tactics, exactly like this, going for the uh, the leg as soon as the AJ breaks, referee breaks, but getting caught out there. All these little things, you know, low blows, using the belt behind the referee's back, any means necessary, basically. And we see what Kevin Owens did during the Universal title run to keep hold of a championship Maybe with the US title, it could be the but same. But he hasn't got Jericho in his corner. No. 
but he is he, but he is the face of America. So if he's going with that gimmick, then the do you know what I mean? His association with the belt must carry on. A yeah, but AJ bit. Styles is the face that runs the place. Well, exactly. AJ would. Have t- I would have no problem if AJ won this match because then I know the, would I. the feud would <laughs> definitely continue. Whereas you know Kevin Owens, it's an interesting matchup because obviously Owens is a bit. Uh, Obviously, looks bigger than AJ Styles, but he can still go, as they say. He's still got the agility, hasn't he, for a, a big man, as we've seen in NXT and now in WWE. Kevin Owens, one of those few guys who came up from NXT and, and has been in WWE, and it looks like he never needed any time to settle in. You know, he, he main evented with John Cena straight away and never really looked back, has he, you know? Yeah, indeed, yeah. But AJ Styles now, I told you, it's going to be a, a slow start outside headlock now. Oh, exchange there. Owens has got the headlock on that, uh, on. Styles now. Oh, no. oh, but Owens holding on to the ropes. He doesn't want any of that, does he? AJ feeling jump, feeling froggy. He might jump down. And Owens saying to AJ, get back in the ring and look at him. He's going to stomp at him as soon as he gets in. And this is what AJ knows about Kevin Owens as well. Let's go, Styles. Stupid, Stupid idiot. idiot. Yes, Jericho. <laughs> well, the Chicago crowd, yeah. Jericho's here in spirit. He is indeed, yes. Quite both out. men have had great matches against Y2J as well. They have. One at, both at WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> so, as we see, they're, they're, they're more similar than they would care to admit these two men as Owens runs the ropes. But I think that's quite where the similarities end in ring style. I think, you know, they're, they're two completely different. You've got Owens, the prize fighter style, and you've got Styles, who's, you know, he puts it all in the ring. I think Owens, like I say, is quite a, quite a high flyer as well. You know, he does the uh, bull, bullfrog splash, doesn't he? He likes to... Go up, he can, I think, hang with AJ Styles. I think we'd be surprised. You know, no, big men like myself can move around a little bit, Dan. I mean, only when there's pizza available, stuff like that, but still, that's beyond the point. But us skinny guys, we put it on the line all the <laughs> yeah. time. And AJ there, as you see, trying to leapfrog Owens. He's important who makes the first proper mistake in this match, or who takes the full advantage. So Owens just hit the offensive move, and he's not going to get him down that easily. Kick out. Dah, kick out. Yeah. I'm going to take a too. Owens with sort the of punches. And like I say, he has got a vicious side, like a prize fighter as well. You don't become that successful in WWE if you're not. You know, Kevin Owens has proven that. Exactly, that's what I'm just saying. And that's why you're the champion, Owens. You don't have to. I'm agreeing with you here. And that's why you're a champ. <laughs> that's it. Work the back. If he injures a spine, AJ, AJ can't springboard as easy, can he? Owens, forget the submission, hitting him with a big DDT. Can he get him down? One. Two. No. Oh, but a sent on there to follow up. Another sent on. <laughs> and Owens is certainly working over Styles with a third sent on. That's it now. One, two. Yeah. Styles managing to kick out. Ah. This is what Owens has got to do, though. I mean, Owens' strategy, like we say, be Owens himself, but. B.O. He's got to slow down AJ Styles. He can't let the man fly, can he? You know, and that's. But AJ on his back, he's not going to hit any uh, high-flying moves, offensive moves. As he picks but up on his feet, he's going <laughs> to hit an offensive move like that step-up in Seguri. And that's just dazed Owens. Well, why did Owens bring him to his feet? I do not understand that. You know, he had him quite comfortably. And now Owens got to take his breath back and just take control over AJ. That's it. Pop-up powerbomb him. Right hand. Oh. Right, right hand. Oh. <laughs> Styles there working him over with the big forearms oh, now going for his kick and spin and elbow comp oh, shit. hits him with a lovely lariat taking Owens down oh but Owens with the backslide goes for a close on attempt Styles ducks it oh face first into the mat rolls him up two oh. 
Styles oh. there only managing to get a two count. Two. Uh, so that's two near falls in quick succession. First, uh, Secondly, with that face first slam. And firstly, with that elbow drop, like we say, AJ hitting. And any elbow drop is phenomenal. AJ goes for. Oh. Styles clash time, maybe. But Owens scouted that. Uh-oh. Boom. But he flips him over. Drops his knee to the back of his head. And Owens in trouble. Well, he gets his shoulder up. Owens is tough, you see. And now AJ feeling his leg a little bit, getting in control of the match. And Owens, yes, this is good. This is all good. Just taking his breath, getting his breath back. The face of America. Against the face that runs the place. Oh, and AJ's going to go. Styles clash. Yeah. Ah. Owens with a backdrop, though. He's just too big to lift up. Well, it's not just that. It's the power of Owens as well. No one really rates that, but it's not too bad, Dan. Is he going towards AJ? Oh, oh but AJ hits him with a big elbow. Goes for a somersault, lands on his feet. But gets caught with a super kick and out. Fucking hell. Next breaker there from Owens. Said AJ's one was bad. Owens' one was even worse. I've learned two moves even during the British match as well. There's a couple of moves you thought, fucking hell, how could that not? Anyway, back to this one. And yeah, AJ managed to just kick out. Uh. And now Owens. uh, Yes, pop-up powerbomb time. He's going to finish AJ. Hangs onto the rope though. He's not going to go down just like that. Oh. But Owens responds with a big right hand. Oh, Styles responds with a big right of his own. Goes Owens goes for a clothesline. Styles ducks it. Oh, AJ hangs on to the apron. Stunner! Owens catches AJ on that top rope. Stunner-esque. Steve Austin would be proud. He'd be like, Jesus Christ, that goddamn good. Styles there wisely rolling to the outside, but is it a good idea if Owens follows him out there? Well, Owens doesn't need to follow him out. Like you say, just get the count out victory. AJ's got a far away look in his eyes as well. Just leave him be. Let it be. But Owens, Owens is going up top. Owens oh. taking a high risk for no reason. But I said he could do this. And it's not a good idea. Oh. Styles cuts him off. <laughs> and Owens is just hanging over the top rope, <laughs> presenting himself for Styles. You do what you want. And what the <laughs> hell are you doing? Styles clash on the apron. Oh, oh, but Owens manages to get out of it and oh. wrap Styles' leg around that ring post. That's it. Go on, Owens. You're not going to be able to get a pop-up <laughs> powerbomb off the stairs. Well, but the stairs send AJ flying over. Right into the barricade as well. Come on, Owens. You need to capitalise on this. I'm throwing back in. That's it. Well, maybe Owens can hit the... Uh... Oh, he's put him in the corner. Sit down. Cannonball! <laughs> oh. Hits its mark. Don't you go out the ring, AJ. You stay in the ring. High impact moves by Kevin Owens, and you can see him thinking there. Oh, wrapping Styles' leg around that bottom rope. And AJ's got nowhere to go. Cannonball <laughs> for Styles' leg as it was wrapped around that bottom rope. I oh, thank you very much. And now he's going to go for the like half, half wall. Boston. <laughs> yeah, I like half walls of Jericho. <laughs> and he's got the submission in now, AJ. It's close to the ropes as he thinks, but look at Owens, brilliant there, pulling him back. And now... He's got... Well, great Americans do the ankle lock, didn't they? I suppose a Kurt Angle. Jack Swagger. (laughs) (laughs) And Owens wants to be a part of that now. AJ in the middle of the ring. The American Olympic champion, the (laughs) all-American American and the face of America. And he's going to tap out, surely. Don't call me Shirley and Styles won't go down like that. Oh. As he gets to the bottom rope and gets some separation between the two. But has the damage already been done I feel, to his leg? I'm sorry. I feel it may have, as we see the replay of what Owens has done to it, 
first wrapping around the ring post cause Cannonball in it as well. I think it will harm his springboard chances as well of AJ Styles. You know, phenomenal forearm. Maybe that's what Owens is looking at as well. Styles clash, can he support Styles clash as well? Can he support the weight of Kevin Owens? Well, as we know with AJ Styles there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah. And AJ on the apron looks like Owens gonna bring him in the hard way now. Maybe superplex time. This is a precarious position for both men. Anything could go wrong up here. Oh, he's got him up. He's trying to get him up onto his shoulders. Oh, my God. Come on, Styles. Get a backslide. Oh. Break it down like this. <laughs> AJ. Yeah, you can see his legs yes. moving. Backslide and oh. power bombs are into the... But Styles can't capitalise on this yet. Exactly. AJ is down and the punishment he's taken in this match. And that, like I say, might just give him the valuable few seconds to even get his bearings back. Oh, exactly. He didn't, you know, he didn't even land on his feet. He landed like on his backside mainly because that leg just gave away underneath him. And now AJ on the apron. Is he going to try and look for the phenomenal forearm? He's had it taken out of him in this match. Well, he could do it on one leg. Well, Kevin owes these. Uh oh. He's going to get caught into the power bomb, isn't he? Fucking hope so. Here comes AJ. He's calling for it. He's got the power. Oh. oh now his leg buckles underneath him. Yes. And Owens has got him up. Oh, like a face-first double-arm DDT. AJ Two. is down. Oh. AJ has managed to <laughs> kick out. Oh. But we see, we're talking about that, that the effect. No, I thought it would happen. <laughs> oh, well, fair play, AJ Styles. Still being in it, referee checking. He might end it like this, Dan. The leg, he might not be able to carry on. Yeah, but he can't throw him to the ring ropes for the pop-up powerbomb. He just buckle at the ring ropes. But there's more ways than a proper powerbomb for Owens to finish him. Bullfrog splash as well, maybe. This is not the best way of doing it, though. Slapping AJ in the face. Oh, Styles hits him <laughs> with his Pele kick. Do you know, I, I do look at Owens and I think, you are a little bit fat to be in here. Like, and I'm saying that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You're not fat, you're just husky. <laughs> Why, thanks. And now Owens get worked Husky on. Harris. <laughs> Better than Rolf Harris, I suppose. AJ in the corner now. Putting Owens up on the second rope. Uh-oh. Owens going to turn this into a powerbomb. Oh, no, he's not. Yes, he is. Oh, no, he's not. Owens. Uh-oh. Styles with a superplex attempt. Oh, Owens has got him. Yes. Oh. Felt like a muscle buster. Yeah, all the way down. And why do they keep showing us? Oh, I suppose they've got to show us fans reaction but I was going for the cover no the reason I didn't think it was enough because I know how tough AJ Styles is and I think it's going to take a finisher to get him out but I tell you what has been good and I will I will credit the production team the replays have been on point haven't they they've been straight yeah. after the action and AJ is more American than Owens <laughs> he is and he's on the apron now as well I want Owens to get frustrated and he's got him up He's not going to suplex Styles, is he? No. Oh, so Styles has his leg wrapped around the bottom rope, preventing that suplex. Oh! oh reverses it and plants Owen <laughs> on the ring apron. Yeah. And that looked like it hurt. Well, the, the ring. And like you said, Owen's flat out. Come on, I farted when I said that. Flat out. He's flat out. Come on, Owen's. Come on, Styles. <laughs> Come on, Owen's. <laughs> Styles. Oh, fuck. Hey, Joey. Don't be gay, Jay. Be AJ. Uh, 
And of course, if it's a double count out, referee's counting at the moment, that'll be a point each as well. Bloody hell. Uh, and AJ stopping the count. So clever, because he wants to win that championship, doesn't he, you know? He's no idiot. Oh! Well, he should have stayed in the ring because uh, Owens was just throwing him over to the barricade into the timekeeper's area. Referee checking on AJ Styles now. For the barricade? Yeah, I think so. But the referee, the good thing is, the good news, anybody playing at home, referee's on the outside, so at least he's not counting at the moment. So that means there is a move coming. Here comes AJ! Phenomenal forearm off the barricade. I calls it likes I sees it. And Owens head across the announce table. But a count-out victory won't win you the championship. Styles Clash on the announce table. Oh, fuck off. Referee's up to five now. It is Styles Clash time. Oh. Oh. Oh, Owens pulls his leg out so he gets caught up on the announce table. Referee's counting now. He's on six. On the announce table, AJ is stuck with the wires. And it's a count-out victory for Kevin Owens. <laughs> My God, AJ. And a brilliant strategy by Kevin Owens. I don't think he planned it, but... I think he did. It worked out for... It was, it was great, wasn't it, you know? No. So what did you think of the match, Dan? I think it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, until that point, I think it was a fucking great match and it had the potentials to be a brilliant match. But, you know, the ending, it's obviously left it open. We was wondering how they was going to leave it open, whether it was going to be a disqualification victory by Owens or, you know, whether Styles could have won it and Owens had a rematch, so on and so forth. Yeah. But, you know, this is as good as way as any to keep the match open. <laughs> yeah, but like you say, it is a cheap way. I think it should have a decisive winner. Do you know what I mean? I think, uh, again, I don't know. It's I, I don't like these finishes on pay-per-views. I know there's other pay-per-views you have to continue with, but... I think it's a shame, especially with the match going as good as it was, to end it that way. Of course, I'm happy because Owens does win. And I get the point going to five, going to five three now. But I mean, we see the end of it. AJ phenomenal four off the barricade, and then Owens just putting his. I mean, I've never seen anything like that before. No. You know, the ending. So, so AJ getting helped out. Owens after the victory as well went out super kicked AJ the back of his head just to add insult. Two injury and AJ getting helped out by uh, three referees. But again, Owens comes running down with a title and smashes him in the head for an extra point. Well, <laughs> helps AJ out a little bit, doesn't it? Because he doesn't get pinned. But I think the way it finished, it does make him look a bit like a uh, outsmarted, wasn't he? Really, by Kevin Owens. But does Indeed, that yeah. help? You know, does it help a face to be outsmarted? No, you know, it's, it's just the way it had to be, isn't it? <laughs> so yes, our next match as we move on, lots of adverts. Um, we see Eric Rowan, like we talk about, weird character at the moment, appearing on Talking Smack, appearing on, uh, like we say, the, the kickoff panel earlier. The feud still continue with Luke Harper. Their match is next. We saw Rowan versus Harper in England, didn't we, on SmackDown, Dan? Yes, we did. Have you got high hopes for this match? Not really, no. No, I haven't either. Fair, I would have had this on kickoff and had Ty Dillinger on the main show, but we've seen both these men <coughs> make their entrance, and Dan... Uh, you got to ask me, who have I gone for? James, who have you gone for in this match? Well, it's interesting because when we watched it, Eric Rowan won, I do believe, if memory serves me right. So I think in this one, it will be Luke Harper. Oh, you can't. And who have you gone for then? Harper. Harper. So I've gone for Eric. So both. <laughs> got nothing to lose. <laughs> both gone Luke Harper. 
<laughs> do you want to use your calls as your season card to switch to Eric Rowan? I've switched to Eric Rowan. I've got nothing switch? to lose. Yeah? yeah, all right. Switch to Eric Rowan. Dan, you're going Eric Rowan. Uh, like I said, I think Harper will win this to even up the odds. But for the first time ever in the history, Dan has a chance. If we have gone different for the main event, of course. Indeed, yes. But Dan has, has played his card here. And Rowan, uh-oh. Knocks Harper off the apron and, well, off the second rope and goes face first into them steel steps. But Harper feeling his arm there and Eric Rowan. I mean, who do you like more out of Eric Harper? Eric Harper, Luke Rowan, that's how well I like him. Oh! Um, Ed, who do you like more at least, though? I don't know. I quite like the way that Eric Rowan, you know, he's he's going a bit crazy and he's going a bit unhinged. So, you know, he's trying to bring a bit of character to himself, whereas Luke Harper, he's... You know, he's not really progressed with his character since leaving the Wyatt. Yeah, I think that's true. I think he needs to do more with Luke Harper, but I think he is the better worker. Oh, he's definitely the better worker and the better wrestler. Uh, and I think he has got potential, of course, for Mental Champion. If they do get behind him, I think they need to move away from this type of feud. Do you know what I mean? They should have separate, uh, change Rowan's look. But I think with Harper's look, he's, it's all right. I think with Rowan, do you know what I mean? Just do something a little bit different, stop the association with the Wyatts, of course, and then try and build something up there. Because as monsters, I don't really, I'm not intimidated by either of them as well. You know, I think, uh, I think there's better men for that. As Eric Rowan's going for the dreaded, the dreaded Dan, the two fists to the, I don't know what it is. It's like the crush, but with fists. <laughs> yeah, he's crushing his brain at this moment. Trying to squeeze him like he was a spot. Right now, chops in the corner as well. Come on, Harper. Much, I mean, people at home, I mean, Dan would look like Eric Rowan, I would look like Luke Harper. I think that would be a fair assumption, wouldn't it, really? I mean, a little bit more beard than you got, to be fair, but... And a little less ginger. Yeah, a little... Oh, sorry about yeah. It doesn't fact about the beard, this is ginger. Well, the crowd has completely died here as Eric Rowan goes to the top. I've been a bit disappointed with the Chicago crowd, but I'll get onto that in a little bit, as it looks like Rowan's going to hit an offensive move. Oh, goes for the big splash off the top, but Luke Harper rolls out the way. Rowan gets nothing but Matt. Matt. And Harper now looking at his former brethren and thinking, this is my chance now to get back into it. Will the crowd get back into it as well? Oh, we see the mask. Look, Eric Rowan trying to get that mask. Get the. Is it just like Undertaker's urn? Is it where his power comes from? Well, no, because he went on the outside and didn't go for it. So <laughs> he's gone to the announce table. Oh, not another count out something like this oh and Luke Harper there come running into Rowan who was against the barricade <laughs> and that bounces his head twice off the announce tables that's it Harper you don't want to get counted out is he going to go flying I think he can well a big man can here comes Harper sidestep nope. oh pushes him into the announce table <laughs> and now he's got his arm trapped and he can't move <laughs> no not like this and look at that, Harper using the beard to throw Rowan back in. Halo oh. over the top there, getting himself back in the ring. Beautiful by Luke Harper. Now the big boot. One, two. No. It's not Rowan keep... with the kick out. That's uh, not going to keep the big man down. Hi, right, big man. What we're looking for here, of course, is the Luke Harper clothesline. Oh, Harper going for the clothesline. I guess Rowan going for his finisher as well. Oh. oh Harper plants Rowan. Boss band slam. Oh, can't get the job. Can't get the job done there, can he? And he's what's he doing? He's smoking. And a Harper now. I don't know what he's doing, but he's signalling for the power bomb. Oh no! Uh oh. 
And I manages to get out. Delivers a big back elbow. Oh, oh, lovely spinning heel kick there from the bigger man. Oh, no. He's going to go for the power bomb. Oh, plants Harper. Could didn't this ho- be it? Didn't hook the leg. Two. Didn't hook the leg. Oh. Should have hooked the leg, you ugly cunt. Ah, uh-huh. cunt. <laughs> and that might come back to haunt him because Harper, though, to be fair, Harper does look out of it at the moment. Rowan is in control, but will that come back to haunt him? Beat down now, look. Harper can't even get up. He's dead weight. Well, he's not only dead weight. The crowd are dead as well as Rowan looks on and says, what's going on? Listen, I'm going to turn it up. Turn it up then. They're talking to themselves, Ali. Oh, wait a minute. Rowan going for the powerbomb. Harper, I thought that was a free count he had then. He did hit the map three times. Well, referee went down, but only got the two. Two. And now Rowan. Oh, no. It's not very nice, is it, this match? But anyway, here comes Harper. <laughs> oh, big chop. <laughs> Punches by Rowan and he sends Harper back off the ropes. And Harper do the old uh, discus clothesline as well, doesn't he? Yeah, that's what you got to look out for. Rowan, kick to the midsection. Going for the powerbomb again. Oh. oh! But Harper managing to reverse it with a head scissors takedown. Impressive. Oh, big super kick as well. Rowan's in the corner of his mask. Don't do a fucking Enzo trying to go for your mask all the fucking time, <laughs> you stupid beardy cunt. And he's going for the mask again, being kicked in the face again. He can't believe it. He's going crazy. Psyching himself up, though. This oh! Punch to the chin. It was, and yes! <laughs> Luke Harper wins. And the night gets worse for you, Dan. I know you originally went for Harper. But we changed it to Rowan, and unfortunately, that means... I was going to lose anyway. What the fuck? It goes 6-3 now into the main event. Dan, if Andy Orton... You get a point for every hit. <laughs> Thanks for your sympathy points. Dan, what did you think of that match? I thought it was probably one of the worst matches of the night. You know, it's two wrestlers. There was no strategy to it. There was no... You know, there was no method to the beatdown. There was, I don't know, and I thought the end was a bit sloppy as well. It was a horrible match, like you say. It, it didn't, it, it didn't uh, gel well whatsoever. You know, it was <laughs> fuck off. It, no, I'm not going to look. Rise above cancer, cancer. I'm not going to put on him. Uh, yeah, it was awful. You know, the, 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 if they'd been a team for so long, it didn't look like they had any chemistry whatsoever. Uh, two big men wrestling. That harping back to the old days old days before we had good wrestlers on in WWE. You it was know. like Skinner going against Earthquake. Yeah, it, honestly, it was fucking awful. And we don't need stuff like on pay-per-view. I understand why they put it there to go between Owens and the main event, of course. But at least it's over and done with. And like we say, we move on. As we head into our main event, Dan, what do you think of the card? I don't think it has been a terrible card. You know, it's been better than a lot of recent WWE pay-per-views that we've seen. Nothing compared to the NXT one still, but, you know, we've had some what could have been better matches. I know, like, the Owens-Styles one, they tried to finish it protecting both men, which they did. Women's tag match wasn't great. Nakamura-Ziggler, that was quite a good match. Yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't it? You know, know. Sami Zayn-Corbin, that was quite a good match in itself as well. 
But they've always, like you said, they've been quite good matches where you know they can maybe deliver a little bit more. But I have enjoyed the pay-per-view. They have given us enough, apart from that last match. But then again, we were talking through it, so we didn't even notice much of it, you know, uh, as we head into the main event. Can the main event deliver? I'm not expecting, no offence to Randy Orton or Jindam Hall, a fantastic match. But will the crowd be with it? Will they, you know, expect an easy victory with a crowd? You know what I mean? CM Punk chance during it or Sheamus chance? You know what I mean? We'll see what happens. And it is main event time now. And for the WWE Championship, can Jinder Mahal do the unthinkable? Can he? (laughs) Versus Randy Orton. Let's have a look at the promo. It is a six-pack challenge match. The number one contendership for the WWE title at stake. No countouts, no disqualifications. One of these guys gets a shot at the WWE Championship and Randy Orton. Change. You fear it. The Singh brothers. What are these two doing? You boo me. Why? Jinder's going to backlash. Jinder Mahal's number one contender. Because I don't fit your stereotypes. You lack tolerance. And so do I. I don't fit your stereotypes. I defy them. Jinder thinks that people don't respect him because of ignorance and intolerance. The truth is, Jinder's an ass. I will no longer be overlooked. The Singh Brothers! Oh! And from behind with the championship! Backlash day. A new era begins at Backlash. The era of the Maharaja. Congratulations is an order for you, Jinder Mahal. You've won the jackpot. Only your prize won't be this title. The only prize you've awarded yourself is an RKO from yours truly. Randy Orton, relish your time with the WWE Championship because at Backlash, I destroy your pride and I destroy your future. Watch out, St. Brothers, Samir and Sunil from behind going after the champion. You Americans don't accept diversity, but you will have no choice but to accept Jinder Mahal as your next WWE Champion. Here comes Jinder Mahal getting a very good reaction. It's come no surprise to many, but this is Jinder Mahal's first main event match in WWE. First WWE Championship opportunity as well, of course, winning it on SmackDown. Well, I should talk to you about that, Dan, because what did you think of the promo? What you thought of the feud leading up to this? You're Randy Orton's biggest fan, let me know. Um, well, you know, Randy Orton has been on the backlash of uh, most of the beatdowns from Jinder and the brothers sing, Herb and Garv Sira. Yes. I'm going to refer to him as the Bollywood Boys and who we know. We won't go with a racial, racial stereotype 
of the WWE at this moment in time. Most of the beatdowns from these two guys, well, from these three guys. Uh, he's got his two lackeys in his corner. So, you know, Orton's going to have to have uh, his eyes in the back of his head. Yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting build-up. Like we say, we were live there. We watched Randy Orton lose. Uh, and, of course, he lost last month as well, didn't he? So, it'll be interesting as we get to predictions. I asked you, but let's, let's hear Randy Orton's entrance first. But you don't know his reception until you hear it live. <laughs> yeah. So, you compare him to the likes of Batista and John Cena, the reception that them two guys get. Compared to the reception that Orton gets, I mean, you know, nine times out of ten, Orton does get a very positive reaction from yes, the crowd. Yes, he does, and I think this is the difference between the two, because with John Cena, or with even Roman Reigns, or other people like this, they were faces, weren't they? And they, were, they were manufactured to be cheered for, whereas Randy Orton is a hill, and everybody booed him, because like we say, the young Randy Orton, he was worth booing for, wasn't he? But over time... People gained respect for him, what he's like, and that's why they cheer him as well. Much like they cheer Cena, but with Cena, I think it's quite cool to boo him as well. With Randy Orton, there is just respect there. And you don't become 13-time WWE champion, like we say, without being great. And Randy Orton is one of the uh, legends in this business. But will he? <laughs> but don't hinder Jinder Dan. Who have you gone for in this huge WWE title match? Well, you know, I've I've got a lot of apologising to do for Randy Orton and I have gone against him multiple times and it has come unstuck. But tonight, I'm sticking with my guns yes. and I'm going for the 13-time legend-killing champion, Randy Orton. Well, Dan, as you can see, unbelievably, I have gone for Jinder Mahal. <laughs> oh, my days. <laughs> now, hear me out, hear me out. I, I do think Randy Orton... Is the strong favourite for this, but if if it was to happen, uh, I would predict. Uh, I would say to myself, this would be the greatest call in WNR history or any wrestling nearby. My whole WWE champion. But anyway, we've had big moments on the podcast, and when we started it back in May of 2015, Dan, if I'd have turned to you and said one day we'll be watching Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal main event. What would you have said to me? I would have laughed it off and said, you're silly. But Orton straight out of the blocks there, throwing the title to the referee, going straight after Jinder Mahal. I mean, he's got a lot of anger built up from the attacks that Jinder Mahal has given him. He has. And he's going to unleash it tonight. Exactly. And he wants to prove as well, like you say, that uh, he's better than Jinder Mahal. You know, all this Jinder Mahal needs is help from the Bollywood boys, as already he's hit the announce table. And Orton chasing away... The Singh brothers. He is. And Jinder, oh, fuck. Throws him over the announce <laughs> table. He's got a lot of aggression there. Oh, look, gently moving <laughs> JBL's hat. The respect he's got for the Texan. Well, the respect he's got for JBL, he hasn't got it for Jinder Mahal as he's pummeling, on, pummeling him on the announce table. And I like the fact the Bollywood boys have got the same colour T-shirts as Jinder Mahal's trunks, basically. I mean, I know they're a little bit darker shade, but... <laughs> Orton throws Jinder Mahal in the ring, and now, what's he doing? He's waiting for the ring bell. Look at him, he's got venom in his eyes. And there is a big match feel as well, the crowd getting into it. There is Jinder Mahal, cheers, there's Randy Orton, cheers as well. Well, this man is a legend. I mean, his father <laughs> and so Randy was in Orton. the first ever WrestleMania. His dad, his granddad went against Bruno San Martino. <laughs> And now Randy Orton is going against Jinder Mahal. Here we go. The bell rings and Orton's already got the advantage showing his years 
of experience. And of course, like I like to say on the podcast, Jinder Mahal loves... Ooh, oh, going me. for an arc out of nowhere, but Jinder Mahal managing to block it I early was just on. about to say it's going to be Jinder Mahal's biggest match of his career. It's nearly over before it started there. And Orton there straight on the attack. He's not giving Mahal an inch to breathe. He isn't the Viper in complete control. And this, the, the Bollywood boys are, are vital in this one as well. He needs to stop getting distracted by the Bollywood boys, though. Well, I hope the referee doesn't go, you're out of here. Because that will hinder Jinder. Yeah, it will. Uh, nothing's going to hinder Jinder tonight. And there we go. Gets thrown back in the ring, but wisely rolls out. But Jinder Mahal, look at that! Oh, throwing Orton into the uh, ring apron, but it's not an apron, it's an LCD screen. Yeah, you know. Which is a lot more tougher. Exactly, you know how hard that is if the concrete floor is tough. Done that LCD screen, there's probably like glass going into it. It's Jinder Mahal now with a huge right hand throwing Orton back in the ring. He's trying to go for the cover. No, the submission. Jinder Mahal got the submission in, but Randy Orton's not going to be in it for long. He tries to find a way out of this. So what does Randy Orton have to do, Dan, if he does indeed want to win this match? I think he needs to go to his six sadistic Orton style. You know, he needs to go to the Orton that nearly beat The Undertaker. He needs to go to the Orton that easily dispatched Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And I think this is why Jinder Mahal, I think it would have been easier maybe going against anybody else apart from maybe Randy Orton. Because with Orton, that RKO is so dangerous. Well, if he hits that, like I say, it is going to be over. I think with Jinder Mahal, though, what he's going to have to do, Mr. Vane himself, uh, he's going to have to work down on Randy. He's going to work down. He's going to go down on Randy. <laughs> he needs to work on Randy Orton. You know? He needs to wear him down. He needs to hurt him. He needs to use every dirty trick in the book. He needs to use the Bollywood boys in there as well. He needs to avoid any of the big offense for Morton. So that means the DDTs, the power slams. And, of course, the RKO's. But Orton, he's got that ability to, when you think he's on a losing foot, to switch up a gear and come back and pull a victory out of nowhere. And that's what's made him win 13 World Cup titles. That's what's made him as well, you know? As he, as Dan, you, you well, he, know. he's going to his uh, strategic wearing down of the body, just stomping on every part of Jinder Mahal he can see, raking that knee pad down his face. I mean, you know, he is... One of the best at wearing someone down. And now, like I said, slowly zoning in. I'm hitting it with the uppercuts as well. I think Mahal holds... Oh, I was about to say, Mahal holds the record for least offence in the WWE title match. But now he's going to try and go for the backslide. But Orton too strong, even though Mahal's jacked up. Can't get Orton down. Oh, but that's brilliant by Jinder Mahal, though. The, uh, the arm breaker there. And look, he's smirking, Dan. No, he's just got a grin on his beardy face. Well, I bet if he was smirking, he'd be doing it. We'd be smirking camels. <laughs> he, he smirks monkey pole. <laughs> and he hits a knee, and he's going to go for the cover on Orton. Oh, no, he's not. He's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. And now we're going back to the trusty submission here. And Jinder Mahal is in the main event of a WWE event. And he's, well done, you last longer than like five minutes. You know, you've got one member of 3MB main event in a WWE pay-per-view. You might have another member of the 3MB main event in an NXT pay-per-view very soon. Yes, indeed. And, and not only with... If Heath Slater comes back. With <laughs> Drew McIntyre or with anybody like that. Exactly. It gives people hope. Yeah. If Mahal can come to SmackDown after the treatment on Raw and get a WWE... Uh, my particular WWE title... 
at the moment doesn't look that way. Well, Heath Slater, former tag team champion. Exactly. There's hope for everybody yet, isn't there? SmackDown is indeed the land of opportunity. And it is the land of banging announce tables. So look what Orton did. Lovely slam onto the announce table there. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's like a spinning backdrop, wasn't it? <clears throat> Monitors in place as well, so it's going to hurt Jinder's back. Unless the announce tables don't like Jinder, because that's the second time that's happened now. Well, you know, they they've re- must have reinforced them because none of them have gone through yet. Right. Is, uh, is Van Jorton carrying an injury? Because Mahal's been working on the arm for a couple of moments, but it seems like it's really affecting Randy. And now he's trying to get in the ring slowly. Jinder Mahal... On the attack with the knees. Oh, and draws the knee across his throat. Not the face, Mahal. <laughs> well, fair play to Jinder. The crowd's in a little bit of shock at the moment. I, I, I don't think they believe that Jinder Mahal's in such a great position. I know he's got the submission back in now. Take a drink, everybody. It's going to have so quiet as Jinder Mahal. It couldn't possibly. Could it, could it end the worst night in prediction <laughs> history for Dan? Randy Orton needs this. Of course, the points are relevant now at 6-3. It doesn't matter. But it does. Because Randy Orton needs to come through. And he gets out of that submission finally after a couple of minutes. Irish rip attempt by Orton. Reverse by Jinder. But Jinder goes charging towards Orton in the corner. But Orton sidesteps and Jinder hits nothing but ring post. Oh! But the size of them shoulders, I'm sure it didn't hurt him a lot. <laughs> a like fucking a lot. steroid freak. <laughs> <laughs> he's more veiny. He's more veiny than a Negro's dong. I can't, I'm not going to keep that in. Well, my He's more veiny than a penis <laughs> that you have got out in your hand at the moment. Unbelievable! And the hall trying to get some separation going on the apron. Don't think that's a great idea. But Randy Orton is a bit banged up already. I'm going to paint my hall and my landing and my stairs. <laughs> paint my hall with bells of holly. And now, With Barbie Harley. Yeah, Bobby Rude. No. Rude. I mean, if Jinder Mahal beats Randy Orton, then Bobby Rude would kick the fucking piss out of him. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh-oh. And Mahal being lifted all the way back in the ring now. Up to the top rope. Orton going to go for a superplex. Oh, that's oh. it. Come on, Jinder. Fight back. Jinder's managing to fight his way up. Brilliant. Off the top. Careful, though. Oh. James Rowlands be a Sami Zayn away from a perfect score. Oh, fucking hell. How annoying is Sami Zayn? What a little prick. Didn't give him any... I just thought, no, Baron Corbin... And we all thought Baron Corbin here. Come on. Especially if Jinder Mahal wins the WWE title. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was, it was Sami Zayn. Yeah, you guessed Mahal. <laughs> like, oh. oh, but Alton hits that lovely superplex on the top after Mahal tried fighting out, but... Orton looks to be in a bit of trouble himself, though. Well, the landing for Orton, we know his history, like we say, the back and neck injuries as well. The angle, both men hit the canvas, bounced straight back up again, and then back down, and Orton manages to drag one arm over Mahal. Oh, but Mahal manages to kick out. Ah. <clears throat> Lovely super slow-mo action replay there. I'll tell you what, re- 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 yeah. The replays have been on point today as now they exchange yay or nay punches, but only for a couple of seconds. Mahal responds with a kick to the midsection, but Orton with a punch. But there's Mahal there showing his intelligence, isn't it? You know, working on that arm. Oh. He needs to work on the right arm, though. That's the way the RKO comes from. He's not working on these other arms. Now the clothesline. 
Oh, oh, lovely scoop slam there by Orton. What did I say? He needs to avoid those types of moves. Punt the cunt. <laughs> Punt the cunt. And why would Mahal go towards the apron when he knows what... Oh, there we go. Mahal up against the turnbuckle. Now as Orton comes slowly running in. But gets caught with a big back elbow. Uh-oh. Went for kick and got caught. Oh, lovely overhead slam there by Orton. Goes for the cover, got the leg hooked. Oh. But Mahal managing to kick out. Nice. Have oh. the Bollywood boys look on. Not been involved yet. Credit to them. I mean, it would be incredible if Mahal managed to like made all tap out clean without any interference. Like with an armbar. <laughs> yeah, that make me laugh. Um. Oh, it took too long there, Mahal. Got him all. Still working on Orton's left arm. Goes for the cover. He's got him. No. Kick out. Uh. Two two interesting things there. Very Regal-esque. That uh, movie just hit. And also, you see how tight his hands were locked when he went for that cover there as well. But Orton, like we say, powering out of it. And Jinder's got another look in his eyes now. He looks like the Viper. No. (laughs) Nothing like him. He is the Apex Predator. He's the Beepex predator. The Irish rip. Oh, oh! But Orton with that neck breaker there. But again, that arm still too sore to get any more comeuppance on Jinder. I know. I don't know how great an idea it was, but again, Mahal to the apron now. How great the idea is that? Not the greatest. But unless he has it scouted, <laughs> the fans know what's coming. Orton knows what's coming. Does Jinder know what's coming? Well, he gets caught in it. Suspension. Look at Orton just staring at the ball. Boys, well, plants Mahal on his head. <laughs> it was double impact there as well. And what's next after the DDT, Dan? That's when the voices start coming into his head. Orton knows this could be the end for Mahal. Well, <clears throat> Bollywood boys, paging Bollywood boys. We might need you in a minute if Orton starts going for the RKO. Punch that mat, Randy. He's making sure his arms all right first. Uh-oh. He is going to that place, James. Oh. Hey. But Mahal rolling to the Mahal side. Well, how intelligent is Jinder there? Getting out of harm's way. Randy Orton now going out to get him. Watch out, Bollywood boys. They look tiny in comparison. Double RKO. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> they look tiny in comparison to Orton, but they're a tough tag team. Don't get in their faces. Slaps one and kicks the other one in the midsection. But he doesn't want to get distracted by the Bollywood boys. Oh, he has done. Oh, oh. and Mahal there throwing him arm first into that ring post. Oh, and a second time. Yes, Mahal. Three times the charm. Oh, no. Rolls no. him up to Fram in the ring. And this could be it now. Oh, Boom! Oh. RKO, but Orton can't capture. Yes, his arm's hurt. And he's going for the cover now. And look at the Bollywood boys. Oh, come on, ref, ref. <laughs> ref, sort it out, ref. <laughs> Referee. Well, well done, Bollywood boys. Orton wasn't really in a position to capitalise on that RKO, though. And look at the grin on his face. <laughs> well, he knows Jinder's hurt, doesn't he? He knows Jinder's hurt. But the Bollywood boys, fantastic then. So that's the first RKO. We're going to RKO count. That's one of them. Not related to points, of course, but we'll see. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, no. Goodbye, one Bollywood boy. 
Well, there are three announce tables. <laughs> oh, fucking oh. hell. Backdrops one of them onto an announce table. Well, I think the other one's still still in it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Who said that? Even I just made you land on your head. On the monitor. You just killed one of the Bollywood boys. Good. Shouldn't interfere in Orton's match. <laughs> well, Jindamol's still down from the RKI. Orton's checking now. Are you alright, friend? <laughs> <laughs> he's not checking. He's just picking up his hat. Yeah, are you that right, must mate? be the other one. Because I think one of them's dead. And now he's got the other Bollywood boys. But like he said, Dan, why would Orton waste his time? Oh, here comes oh. the other one now. A double <laughs> suspension DDT, but again, Mahal. Oh, fucking hell. Yes. Orton's got them both up in the DDT. And like you say, in the background, I think I see Jinder Mahal slightly recovering. Boom. Oh, Plants both the Bollywood boys with his suspension DDT. Orton, watch your back. Jinder Mahal, go for it. No. Sam, one, two, three. <laughs> away from a perfect score. Jinder Mahal! F- Whoever called that, Dan, is a fucking genius. Jinder Mahal beats Randy Orton for the WWE title, Dan. Yeah, he does. <laughs> We're in Chicago. Fans can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's the Maharaja Slam. <laughs> it's the Maharaja Slam. It's the Maharaja Slam. Gets the the crowd in stun silence. Kid. Everyone in that crowd is pissed off. That's what you look like right now. Jimmy Mahal. <laughs> He's going through the crowd now. He proved everybody wrong. He proved everybody wrong. Jimmy Mahal did it. The Maharaja of the WWE is now WWE champion. <laughs> in... in in one of the craziest endings to a WWE pay-per-view in the history of not only wrestling, but our podcast as well, Dan. Can, can you... I know you're speechless at this moment in time. I mean, what can you say at the moment? You can't say anything. I don't want to say anything, to be honest with you. Jinder Mahal is a WWE champion. Does that sound... So, if Jinder could be WWE champion, McIntyre could be champion. Bobby Roode will be champion. <laughs> They'll all be it champions. It appears so, if they've got two little lackeys there to take most of the beating. They did their job, didn't they? They honestly did their well, job. Well, they distracted Orton enough for uh, Mahal to come in from behind and hit him with the Maharaja, Mac. Yeah, they're calling him the modern-day Maharaja now already. As he walks along the announce tables where Randy Orton dropped both Bollywood boys on their heads. Uh, what a night it's been, Uh Dan, do I dare ask you what you thought of the main event? <laughs> you know, it was the way for Jinder to win it, you know, getting the Bollywood boys involved in the match, you know, distracting Orton for too long. <laughs> oh. It's a reaction by Orton as well, isn't it? But again, you know, he, he was far too distracted by the numbers game and, you know, Mahal managed to sneak a victory. 
I'm surprised it took just the one finisher to get the job done. It was a bit like when Undertaker, when Brock Lesnar beat the Undertaker. <laughs> he says it all. He says it all. Everyone says it all. There we go, Dan. That's what you look like right now. That little kid. <laughs> the glassy eye. Well, Dan, we end we end on an absolute bombshell. Jinder Mahal's WWE champion. Uh, right, I'm going to talk about the match quickly. I think it was a fun match. Orton showed his dominance throughout, which is the way to go. If they were going to have Jinder win it, this would be the best way. This is not a long title reign. This is just of shock value as well to prove that anything can indeed happen at a pay-per-view. I have no doubt in my mind that these two will have a rematch at Money in the Bank as well. Uh, but for what it was... For the for the shock value, I, I mean, I I, I got to say I, I enjoyed it, of course. You know, um, I honestly can't believe it. Like, there's a lot of things that's happened, and these are one of these things I never thought I'd see. Never thought I'd see Jinder Mahal becoming WWE champion. Well, exactly that, you know. It's it's what they are that they had to make it happen, really. Yeah, isn't it? honestly. So May twenty first, Sunday, May twenty first, twenty seventeen is a date we're going to remember a long time. The day wrestling died. What did you think of the the pay per view? On the whole, the pay per view wasn't too bad. You know, it has been a vast improvement on the previous pay per views, WWE pay per views that we've seen. You know, started off with a very strong match with uh, Ty Dillinger. You know, went on to Nakamura. A very good match for what it was. Um, then you had Sami Zayn's shock victory. You know, Kevin Owens retaining his title against AJ Styles. Yeah. Well, but this is the thing, like, and also tonight, this is what I was worried about with my predictions, is how hill-heavy it was. Because you had the women's match, the Hills won, uh, WWE title match, tag team match, uh, US title match as well. And it, it, I should have really thought with Zayn and, and Corbin maybe different, but... Uh, I, I think on 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 the whole, like we say, I mean Nakamura and Dillinger seems so long ago now. Do you know? Yeah. What I mean, it feels feels like I've sat down and actually watched a show, and I have enjoyed it. Um, I should just say with the end of the show as well, prediction wise, uh, yeah, I I won I won that one seven three, and then overall now six two. Shame it weren't seven one. Comes to pay per views. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway. What's your uh, what's your match of the night? Despite the sloppy ending, I think it was a Kevin Owens AJ Styles match. You know, followed closely by the Sami Zayn Baron Corbin match. You know, the Nakamura match was good. I think there was a lot of room for improvement in that match. You know, it could have gone on for a bit longer. They could have told a better story. And I think if these two continue to work together, they will have an even greater match. Yeah. Uh, and same as Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. You know, there was three strong matches. Out there, this match, you know, it was a typical Randy Orton match. Got too distracted by everyone else. But, you know, again, it wasn't a bad pay-per-view. No. What about yours? Well, match of the night. um, It's a difficult one. I think I've got to say, uh, out of all the matches that we had, what what did I enjoy the most? This wasn't. A, this is the problem with the pay-per-view as well. Like, I don't think there was like a great match. Like I said, the Owens Styles match was probably the best one on the night, uh, but there wasn't a real standout. Even the Nakamura Ziggler match started the show, didn't it? So it never really got that far. Uh, tag team match was fun. Like you say, Corbin. So maybe say yeah, US title match, and hopefully next time they have it. But there wasn't really standout match. 
Uh, rating out of 10, then, for this one, Dan. Um, I'm going to give it a 7. 7, yeah? 7 with room for improvement. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go 7.5 because... Seven and a half, maybe seven three quarters, just because of that shock, the shock value. Shock value there is a paper you will remember, but it's not a match you can sit down and be like, right, this is a this is a classic match with the takeover we had. Well, um, yeah, unlike takeover, there was at least two potential match of the year candidates. Yeah, and this, you know, there's none that I would say would go up there for match of the year. No, you know, no, shock no. of the year. Yes, the yes, whole winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that is. But then again, like I said, we had a shock at TakeOver as well, didn't we, with Chomper and with Gagana. So, uh, uh, do you think it hurts the WWE pay-per-view to have a TakeOver on the Saturday before... Do you know what I mean? The Saturday and Saturday, do you think it hurts Backlash? Well, again, you know, it is trying to follow an amazing match with, like, Brizango. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know it's sad. So, yes, it is still Sunday, May 21st, and, and Dan, I don't know if you're going to speak throughout the whole entirety of Talking Smack... How you feeling? Um, well, I haven't slipped my wrist just yet, but, <laughs> you know, there's still time and it's still time to sink in. Yeah, I mean, an unbelievable ending to the paper just now. We see Talk of Smack edition that started with Renee Young hosting it alongside Peter Rosenberg. And the first guest is Sami Zayn. Of course, Sami Zayn screwed me over in my perfect score here tonight. Uh, I'm not happy about it. Dan, what did you think about the uh, Baron Corbin-Sami Zayn match? Well, you know, it took both of us by surprise. We wasn't expecting him to win, but he managed to pull it out of his arse and get a victory tonight, so fair play to him. Well, I honestly didn't think he had a chance tonight, and he did get the job done. He beat Baron Corbin clean, and now he's suited and booted. He's saying he's still in shock over uh, Jinder Mahal. I think we all will be for quite some Time, to be fair. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but he shouldn't have hindered Jinder. No. Well, I shouldn't have hindered Jinder. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And yet again, oh, and I've not gone with him for a couple of times, <laughs> and he let me down. And I go with him this time, and he let me down, so... Well, what's next for Randy Orton after this defeat, Dan? Well, hopefully he's going to get his rematch and beat Jinder. I think he should just retire now, you know. I think... Uh... The most embarrassing defeat of his career. The I only th- way it could have been worse is if he'd lost to Enzo Amore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this is a fresh start for Sami Zayn. I'm, and I think with the Jinder Mahal victory as well, it just proves that anything could happen. At WrestleMania, we could see Jinder Mahal defend the title versus Sami Zayn and Eric Rowan in a triple uh, <laughs> match for the W title. Oh, indeed, yes. Special guest referee. Oh, have not. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to laugh about it, otherwise I'll cry. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's, it's unbelievable. So we are watching Talking Smack. We've got it on here as we're trying to get our, our breath back and then we'll add the Talking Smack and we'll talk about the Smackdown and Raw from the, the fallout of this as well. But yeah, we are still in shock here and it's, it's getting on a little bit as well, so we're a little bit tired. So what was the most uh, shocking ending? Was it the uh, NXT TakeOver ending or was it Backlash ending? It's got a bit of Backlash ending. I mean... Yes, it was shocking the team, but for for Jinder Mahal to win, I just I, I, I can't honestly believe it. It's something that I didn't think to go through with. It, it harks back to like the JBL when he won it off Eddie Guerrero, and he held it for you know what was it? He's the longest reigning SmackDown champion in history now. So it could be the same for Jinder. You know, they could be going that way, build the mark up in India as well. It's a perfect thing to do. Yeah, well, you know, they had Shinsuke Nakamura with the NXT title building up in like Asia. 
And, you know, what are they going to do? Have have an Australian champion next? Well, they can do. There's plenty in NXT as well, isn't there? You know, so, I mean... But will Sami Zayn be WWE champion, Dan, would you reckon? If Jinder Mahal can be champion, then that fucking Pete Rosenberg could be champion. So, <laughs> you know, there's no can. doubt Sami Zayn couldn't be champion. But we're joined by the perfect tie to the journal. Big victory tonight against Aiden English, and he's a man that can go a long way in on SmackDown. Uh, well, yeah, potentially even Ty Dillinger could be heavyweight champion one day. Oh, no, if, if, if Jinder Mahal can, then, yeah, Ty Dillinger will be WWE champion one day as well. And there's still <laughs> hope for Bobby Roode yet. Yeah, Bobby Roode, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we got the pleasure of seeing this match when we was at SmackDown Live, you know, Ty Dillinger against Aiden English, beating him then. And what match do you think was better? I don't know, actually. I think seeing it live was good, but we didn't get to see too much of... It because, you know, we had the twats in standing in front of us that <laughs> kept blocking the view. So being able to see it on telly. But again, you know, aside from his perfect team gimmick, I'm still not uh, not quite sure, you know, where to put Ty at the moment. Yeah, I think, trust me, he'll, 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 he'll build your trust over time. Again, you know, because watching him, he's, he is a basic style wrestler. You know, he doesn't go too far out of his comfort zone. He doesn't mix it up too much. He's not got his own style developed. He is just, you know, a basic wrestler that you've not adapted kind of thing. You know, you get a wrestler on SmackDown, the game. Yeah. And, you know, it's not... Oh, no, his moves might not be exciting, but it's it's just the uh, the heart as well, isn't it? You know, it's the character himself. And don't forget, he can have good matches because the Eric Young cage match as well. He's doing stuff that he doesn't normally do, you know. We saw a bit of blood and that, we saw him flying off the top of the cage as well. So I just think it's because of the characters, with the style of matches that he's had, he hasn't been able to shine. And hopefully on SmackDown, there'll be a chance of that. Like, especially against a better opponent, maybe like Dolph Ziggler, someone that could bring out, bring out the best. And then Ty can learn from that as well. He's still learning as well, going through the Performance Center. It's still for the, the new WWE guys coming through. It's very cookie cut a style isn't it you know they get taught the same coaches are there so you kind of get taught the same thing you have to bring your own style to it the thing that WWE have had the luxury of is to bring in all these guys like AJ Styles and Sami Zayn who have built up on the independent circuit for so long coming in they've got their own certain styles as well haven't they you know yeah. I think the ties a lot of potential but even in the just the selling the merchandise but like I say said during the uh the main show the, the hope for me to don't burn out the perfect 10 gimmick before too long like the Fandango thing as well you know, that, that chant was going, yeah, he did suffer an injury, but they kind of just that was fucking, killed it. That was all but, over, yeah. you know, it was at football stadiums, it was everywhere. Yeah. And I truly believe with Tide Energy, you've got the potential there to build a kind of Daniel Bryan champion of the heart determination. Yeah, people might think, might not be the best guy to be WWE champion, but I think the fans will definitely get behind him as well, and, and you can even have that kind of feud, like him versus like a, you know, Hill Randy Orton of like or what say, you don't belong to be in the same ring as me, and Ty trying to prove that he does, you know. Yeah, but Daniel Bryan, he had brilliant talent. Oh yeah, but I think, I think but the, the connection with the fans is something that doesn't happen with every wrestler, and I think with Ty Dillinger, he's certainly got that kind of connection when the fans see him and they absolutely love him, you know? And I think Daniel Bryan's one of them. I think CM Punk, I mean, we wouldn't be having CM Punk chance now, still, if he didn't have that connection with the fans. And of course, the big guys as well, like your Austins and your Hogans. But it's that kind of pure love that Roman Reigns didn't get. Johnson had to work hard to get as well. And, and most wrestlers, there, there is nothing for it, you know? I see what you're getting at. But again, you know, it's he's still got a long way to go before he impresses me. Or maybe, you know, maybe even 
another six months more in NXT. You know, going well, this a few is the guy. Rivals. Yeah, exactly. This is the guy who was jobbing out on NXT for for a number of years. You know, having those short matches on the TV show wasn't with really a perfect ten gimmick, and then finally he finds himself actually quite a popular babyface. You know, now he's got to like you say adapt. And have these longer matches as well, and actually be a focal point rather than trying to put the other talent over. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> trying to make them look like a monster themselves. But there's, like I say, there's Ty Dillinger, and we go back now. Would you want to talk about it again, Dan? We see Jinder Mahal throwing around Yorton, and look, RKO, he's going to pin him for the free count here, isn't he? Well, you know, again, would he have been hindered if he didn't have the Bollywood boy pulling Jinder Mahal out of the ring before Orton could get the pin and then distracting Orton? Because, you know, what Orton and his temp- temper's like, you know, when he beat Christian down. Oh, this is... <laughs> Cares about talent. Look at this. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's or- just his face and fair play to him yeah. for getting back up again. But Orton should be allowed to do that to talent. You know what I mean? He can get away with it, I know. But still, you drop someone on your head. And I know they're interfering in the match, quotation marks. But, you know what I mean? Like, I suppose he didn't know his own power. <laughs> Well, you know, it may be the Singh brothers' fault for over-rotating when he gets thrown, Well, the you know? Singh brothers are backstage going, oh, thank you, Randy. Thank you very much for dropping on my head. Oh, it's my fault, yeah. But he's made them famous. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, I mean, it seems so long ago now, Nakamura kicking off, not kicking off, starting off backlash proper with his victory and entrance. And there's a guy, Nakamura, that is sure to be a star on SmackDown, isn't there? Most definitely, yeah. You know, the only way for Nakamura is up. Now, come on, Peter Rosenberg. It was a good match. It wasn't great. That's the thing with Nakamura. It's a special talent as well. You don't want to see him every week. You want to kind of keep him special as well. Well, you know, the way that they introduced him, he had a few dark matches, you know, when we went to see him. And, you know, making his debut at Backlash, I think, yeah, is perfect. Yeah, but do you want to see him every week? you want to see him? Because on NXT... They had the ability to show Nakamura maybe once every like six weeks or so. So have him a match here and there, build him up towards the big ones. I think with his entrance, you want to make him feel special. That's why I don't think you know Finn Balor only does his demon ones on special yeah. occasions. Because if you come out all the time, you'd just be like, oh, he's just a demon wrestler. Now <laughs> it would take away the kind well, of specialness. Yeah, you know? but you know, when it is main events, he comes out with his violinist. He obviously didn't do it tonight at Backlash, but you know, like Finn Balor. He comes out of pay-per-views, dressed as a demon. You know, Bobby Roode has his piano playing yeah, gimmick, you right. know. So it's, it is good to have pay-per-views. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. And we're joined now by the face of America. He doesn't look very happy. The United States champion, of course, getting a count-out victory on AJ Styles earlier. Dan, you still annoyed by that? I am a bit, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it is a bit of a screwy end to a match, but... You know, it was good to keep the feud carrying on, you know? Yeah. But the thing <laughs> but the thing I don't get about, you know, Owens is he's a proud Canadian, yet he's the face of America. Uh, yeah, he's trying to shove it in our throats, isn't he? The kind of, uh, the arrogance of him as well. It's like me saying, yeah, I'm the face of Ireland. <laughs> you can be if you want. I think the job's ah, going. Top of the morning to you. But they're moving away. I mean, I know you were a fan of the prize fighter gimmick, weren't you? I was, yeah. And... You know, if they was going to go with the suiting and booted Owens, I think he would have been good if he'd have gone with Samoa Joe and if he'd have gone down, like, you know, a teaming up with him and Triple H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am surprised he moved over to SmackDown. I know he's having excuse me, some success here now, but I think, like I say, that kind of Joe team 
that could have had a lot more mileage in it if that's the way he wanted to go. But I mean, with Owens, he's got his own plan now, hasn't he? Like I say, he's got yeah. the feud with Styles. Well, you know, again, it's he's had his tag team run with Jericho, you yeah. know, so... I suppose it is good to see him on his own for a while. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you know he's not going to be a world champion maybe for the next, you know, few months, maybe in a couple of years because at this moment of time, steady mid-card, but they're trying to build up the United States Championship as well. But then again, with Jinder Mahal's victory, anybody could be champion at any point now. I think that's the that's the great thing. Yeah. Apart from the Ascension, they will never be tag team champions. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Even if they're jobbing to Breeze Ango, then they ain't never... But Owens, you know, is he 2K fabe? I don't know. I, I do love the way he... I think he's taken talking smack to heart and the way he's just putting down Peter Rosenberg now saying, look, you're a new guy. Don't respect you. Don't ask me questions. I speak to Renee Young. <coughs> uh, I think it's good. because, And we know he's got a, he's a close friendship with Sami Zayn. We saw it in the Ballot documentary as well, didn't he? Yeah. His, his friendships with him. We know he's a nice guy. You know he loves his family. But he can play that kind of... Also on TV, I think still get away with it as well. But then you know, it's one might say the same thing about JBL. You know, it's like every time he's on camera, he's always in character. Yeah, but I don't think JBL's a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> just because he's a bully. Oh no, he's a bully. Just got a history, history preceding it. You know, I don't know how many friends JBL, apart from Vincent Mann, how many friends he's got in WWE. You know? Yeah, you know, they could be lacking. But again, does he not? Earn to be able to do he's an awful what he likes. I know he's an awful wrestler, but, you know, as part of the APA, he has been around for a while. This is what my man done, has done, is everybody that stuck through him during that difficult WCW war has been thoroughly rewarded since then. You know, people like JBL, Kane, Kane have always, always will have employment and will always have a job. Big show. Big show as well. No, Even he's... little gold dust and fucking... Um, our truth and people like that, Ron Killens, who was with them, yeah. got rewarded. In, quick. Exactly, got rewarded through it. Uh, all the New Age Outlaws are looked after, all DX and, you know, all their all their treatment, rehab's being paid for as well. So, I mean, it's credit to man, but, again, that shows how many problems there was during that period <laughs> with oh, all yeah. the wrestlers. <clears throat> I think these are the cleanest set of wrestlers we've had in in years, you know? I, I don't. I couldn't say how many people were actually on. There might be a couple. You'd be like, "Oh, they're on performance enhancing drugs." But but again, you know, now they've got the wellness policy, yeah. so you know they might. Some wrestlers they might just say, "Look, we're done with yeah. you." But other wrestlers they might say, "Right, take a few weeks off. You're going into rehab." Yeah, you, know? you need to take some to rebuild. You know, like maybe I'm saying Baron Corbin is one of the guys. You know, he's quite tall. And Kevin Owens definitely isn't, and he's not on talking smack anymore because he's had enough. Yep. He's walking out. And that's what happens when you're disrespecting Peter Rosenberg. He expects him to come back in and pop up. <laughs> Go on, Owen. Slap Peter Rosenberg. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Peter shit himself then for a talk about right in front of him. Owen's better be careful if he keeps calling himself the best in the world or the best wrestling. You know, he might uh, tug on a people's coattail, shall we say. But Owen's brilliant there, taking the mic away from Renee and Peter Rosenberg, saying, This is my show now. And signing us off, and it just makes Kevin Owens look good, doesn't it? You know. Well, you know, he's certainly coming over as a heelish heel. It's not just that; he's he's yeah, he's dominating it. He can do what he wants. SmackDown is his show, and so should it be. You know, beating AJ Styles tonight. Yes, I know count out, but still, Mahal was the biggest heel. I think Kevin Owens has a a good shout at that. But Dan, what did you think of talking smack? 
Final thoughts on Backlash as well. Um, final thoughts, still trying to get over what had happened. Yeah, you know, it does make sense. There was a couple of big shocks throughout the night, you know, the way Styles lost, the way Sami Zayn won, and obviously the way Jinder Mahal won the title. <laughs> but, you know, that's, I suppose that's what wrestling's all about, the unpredictability of it and, you know, the the things that do, you know, they that they do that doesn't quite make sense. Yeah. Which obviously are going to lead on to bigger and hopefully better things. Yeah, so we move on from Backlash now to Talking Smack just after Smackdown on May 23rd. And we'll talk about Raw. And one of the big things from Raw that I want to mention here, I did say with Private Talk, <clears throat> so Dan, what happened on Monday Night Raw? Let us everybody know. Um, well, uh, a very unfortunate incident took place and it was uh, Enzo Amore getting attacked and beaten down backstage. Now, there's been a lot of rumours, a lot of internet rumours about who this could possibly be. You know, could it be Big Cass? Could it be anybody else? Well, I now have the information. Everybody at home can stop looking because I have the answer. I know who attacked Enzo Amore. So who do I need to shake the hand of? Well, Dan, i tell you who attacked him. And very play, very well played there, thinking you have to shake someone's hand. Well, you can't shake your own hand, Dan, can you? I can confirm, Dan White was the culprit who attacked Enzo Amore. We watched Backlash, and then I couldn't find him throughout the whole of Monday. I was texting him, I was trying to get hold of him. He said he was taking some time off again through Tuesday. And now all of a sudden you're back with a little bit of a suntan. You won't tell me where you've been. You've got a smirk on your face. You're smirking, Dan. I haven't got a cigarette in my mouth. It is just a big grin. I can confirm Dan White did beat up Enzo Amore on Monday Night Raw. Okay, you got me. Now, what Enzo does in retaliation, I mean, Dan, you're probably not worried about, are you, really? Well, if he threatens to hit me with his finisher, then I won't be worried, because I don't think he has one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, Well, the WWE's official statement will be that someone else perpetrated this attack. And we know, in fact, it was Dan. They will try and say it is someone, but Dan did indeed do the damage. The reason is that Enzo is scared of Dan White. You've heard it here first as well. Enzo fears Dan. Everybody, hashtag Enzo fears Dan. Anybody listening as well will know that. Now, that is raw out the way. And we move on to SmackDown. And uh, we, like I say, we're coming off backlash. Unbelievable. Uh, Yeah, May 23rd, and after everything that happened, the episode of SmackDown was not a bad one, Dan, was it? No, not at all. No, I really enjoyed it, and we see Renee Young with, of course, Shane McMahon here for Talking Smack. And, uh, we well, the huge news coming out of it, one of the huge news, was that they've now announced who will be in Money in the Bank, Dan. AJ Styles, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin and Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, what is your thoughts behind that match there? That's going to be a fucking good match. <laughs> that is a really stellar lineup. You've got some great guys there. Uh, and, of course, the feud's going in as well. So, you know, the... Uh, Ziggler versus Nakamura feud will continue in Money in the Bank. Owens. Also, you know, Owens and Nakamura, they had a match on SmackDown. Yes, and Owens and Styles will go in there as well, that feud. And, of course, the other one, Baron Corbin and Sami Zayn. Now, I don't know who's going to be the favourite. And speaking of Zayn and Corbin, Sami Zayn faced Baron Corbin and beat him again. So, two victories on Baron Corbin. Is Sami Zayn one of the favourites going into Money in the Bank, Dan? 
I believe so, you know, I think it's going to be one of the hardest money in the banks to call, you know. Yeah. There is so much talent going in there. We've, we know what AJ Styles is like. Dolph Ziggler's the only former Money in the Bank winner. Yeah. Exactly. So, you yeah, know, yeah, he yeah. knows what it takes it's, to win yeah. the match. It's, Ziggler might even be the favourite going into it as well. Like I say, uh, Nakamura's not had a ladder match yet in the WWE, so I'd be interested to see Corbin maybe his size. And the big news on Talking Smack as well is that the New Day, finally, the annoyance of the fans behind us at the live show, have made their debut on Talking Smack here. Is it good to see the New Day back? <laughs> well, you know, it's... Uh... I don't know, you know, that I think they've kind of run their course personally, but you know, if if they can come back and do something interesting and yeah, fair play, but if they're just gonna be like in a presenting comedic role, you know, just coming out and talking all the time, I don't don't really see the point. Well I I, I think now behind the new day still being together, it must be merchandise. I can't see another way. Of it. Otherwise, they would have, like you say, it would have run. It's run its course now. You would expect. Oh, excuse me. You would expect Biggie to maybe turn on Kofi and Woods and have a single uh, career, successful career. Will they be able to do that? A new day? Are they uh, too much for a comedy act now? Like I say, there is a problem. And look at that. You got what two different Bootio boxes there, which you can buy on WWE Shop well, as well. When we were down live, they were selling New Day t-shirts and New Day weren't even at the show. Yeah, and they had, what, two, three t-shirts there as well. Exactly. They, they had the, the unicorns st- uh, stuff. As, so there was a lot of money to be made. Like I say, it was only a couple of years ago that they were like the biggest merch sellers now. Do you know who the biggest full-time merchandise seller is in WWE at the moment? Take a guess. AJ Styles. Roman Reigns. So, exactly. Are people buying the merchandise and then burning it? That's the question. Well, you know, again, like like we saw when John Cena was getting booed all the time, they were selling his shirts for £10 as opposed to £25, you know, that all the other shirts was going for, so... And I think with Reigns as well, you've got, like, you've got the T-shirts that you have, you've got the kind of, like, the 40 quid um, vests that we saw, gloves, gloves, you know, you've got all that kind of thing that you go along with it. You can just imagine the amount of the Roman Reigns key rings, you know. Kofi puts Yeezy boots on the table. No idea what they are. And all three members of the New Day show off their kicks. So, Yeezy yeah. boots are uh, Kanye West. Ah, oh, right. See, that's how trendy I am. And Shane and Renee join the fun, putting their feet on the table before Biggie says there's a lot of people on the internet like to see feet. Renee says that's for another website, but everyone sits down. Xavier Woods asks... Who's the top five tag teams of all time? He says New Day, New Day, New Day, New Day, and New Day. But they heard JBL say that the Usos are the best tag team on SmackDown and tell them that they let JBL say anything around here. So is that like a little... Uh, yeah, a little dig, isn't it? A little dig. Wants. Rene wants to know what they've been up to and Biggie informs us that he married a couple while they were off. He wishes he could have married Rene as the officials, of course. He says that the, he says he cast the demons of Kofi's ankle out of him. Xavier tells us he's been busy with up, up, down, down, and recently just had his first child, while Kofi says he's been spending time with his family. Biggie tells us he doesn't have any kids, as far as he knows. That's normally my answer if Baz asks me if I've got any kids. Not that I know of. Uh, Shane asks who they have their eyes on here, and Xavier tells him he's heard the tag team division... Does it big here in the blue brand? The New Day talk about Breeze Anger having momentum. And when they ask about the Usos, Shane asks if Big E is hungry because he sees him eyeing a box of Bootios. Big E says he lives hungry and not to tell him how to live his life. They plug Bootios as Shane starts doing the hip dance. 
and they say that originally they wanted women to do the hip gyrating dance. Biggie says that means Renee has to do the dance, and after a drum, re- a drum roll by Shane, she eventually joins. So again, you know, it's not promoting anything, it's not doing anything fun, it's just talking shit. It's just, yes, yeah, talking smack, yeah. Renee says they're excited to have the New Day on SmackDown, and New Day tell her they're excited to be on the blue brand. Plus, Xavier needs new faces for Up, Up, Down, Down, and he'd love to have Shane, which he agrees to. The hosts ask if they have their eyes on any tag teams, and they say of all the teams, and they say all the teams have their attention from the Usos to American Alpha, who they think everyone is sleeping on. Renee gives them the cue that it's time to leave, and they wonder if they're being kicked off. Shane says he didn't hear the cue and they can stay, but they decide they need to go and get some male rompers before leaving boxes for the hosts. Yeah, like I say, all sorts of hijinks for the new day there, and it's great to have them back. Uh, Shane and Renee talk about the Punjabi celebration earlier tonight, and she says she'd love to see more of these celebrations. She asks Shane his opinion on Jinder's title win, and Shane says no matter what, you have to give him a whole props for the work he's put in. They say he looks like a million bucks for the title and talk about the shock of the fans. Randy has invoked his rematch clause in his hometown and might have the hometown advantage. Young asks if Jinder Mahal got lucky at Backlash and Shane is slow to answer. He says wins over Randy Orton don't come around often and while it's not necessarily lucky, it's very rare. Renee thinks the Singh brothers are lucky to be walking after being thrown onto the announce tables by Orton. Well, up next, it is Naomi. And Renee asks how she feels following her match at Backlash. And Naomi says she's feeling the glow. And Renee turns her attention to the five-way elimination number one contenders match coming up for the SmackDown's Women's Championship title match at Money in the Bank. And there was a lot of words in that, ladies and gentlemen, but I got them all in the right order. Shane asks if it matters who she faces. And she tells them she has unfinished business with all the women in the match. Shane asks what Naomi does to stay prepared. And she says getting in the ring as often as possible is important, as well as eating and living right. Renee wants to know how she trains. And Naomi says eating in moderation and good genetics help. They offer her some bootios and she takes a box for herself telling us she hasn't gotten her free box yet. When asked about Carmella's pinfall victories over the women's champ, Naomi tells Renee it proves that she can't take any of her competitors lightly and has to watch out for James Ellsworth or Ellsworthless. (laughs) We see footage of Becky's pinfall over Carmella earlier tonight and Renee asks what it took for Naomi to really find her glow. She says it was probably being at the very bottom and she knows what it's like not to have the title. For that reason, she would love to give Becky Lynch a shot because she knows where she's at, having both won and lost the title, just like herself. Naomi says that she wants to prove to her fans that she really did deserve the title like they said after she won. Shane asks what drove her into wrestling and she says it was never her plan as she always worked to be and successfully became a professional dancer. But a feeling in her gut told her to go into wrestling And even though she found herself crying on the phone with her mum, her passion, dedication and love of the physicality kept her going. Renee asks what the champ support system looks like. And she says that she's very family orientated. She has an amazing husband and her stepchildren think she's the coolest. So she can't drop the title anytime soon. Naomi also gives credit to the Nao mob 
her fans that give her the motivation to keep going. That is it. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at WWE Network Review or at Vince McDan WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins as well. We're on Facebook. Facebook, you can come and find our page and give us a like. We're the WWE Network Review Podcast. Or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Across all the Google platforms, the WWE Network Review on Google+. Plus. Send us an email to dubbingourpodcast at gmail.com. And on YouTube now, where we put up all the new episodes the same time as we do. On other places you can listen to us, like SoundCloud. On your phone. We're on Spreaker Radio, where we do the live shows. Stitcher Radio and of course iTunes you can, can subscribe download rate and review there but that is episode 105 I have been James Rollins and as always I was joined by Damn White thanks everybody and don't forget next week is Extreme Rules 2012 thanks and bye bye bye